Starting laps presented by the North Dakota State College of Science. Great careers and over 80 academic options. Go to ndscs.edu today to check out a career, take a virtual tour, schedule a visit. NDSCS here for your future. Bill Nelson is a proud Wildcat, that's for sure. And we gave our shout-out to Science winning the uh, MCAC football title, and they might be headed to play for a national title, perhaps. Yeah, I've been listening to you on the noon show. That's that's fantastic. And, and of course, Adam Rollins, a Wapiton native. So, yeah, that's true. So he, uh, you got a couple couple guys connected to, to uh, North Dakota College of Science. Here. All right, so we take a look at the uh, starting defensive unit here for Fargo North. Their head coach, Adam Rollins, will go with a 3-5 defense on the, the uh, defensive line. Number 57, Peter Davis, a junior. 74, Rowan Johnson, a senior, and number 59, Adam Jarski, a senior. The linebackers, four juniors, including Jim Miller, number 40, Gus Maughan, number 25, a junior. Peter Haugo, a linebacker, number 36, a junior. And Sam Frittle, number 30, a junior. And at senior, and linebacker is Ethan Letourneur, number 32. The corners are Peyton Trogstad and Levi Severson-Ness. The safety is Parker Dosh. Defensively for offensively for the Spartans, Ethan Welk at quarterback. Jeremiah Sam, a big target. He's known for his uh, work on the basketball court, a junior. Tight ends are Joe Rose and Carter Zeller. The running backs, Jim Miller and Peter Haugo. The center is Rowan Johnson. The guards are Jordan Zander and Adam Jarski. The tackles are Xavier Buckmiller and Jackson Hagedis. And well, it's a very junior-heavy starting lineup on both sides for the Northsiders. Yeah, I noticed that last night. You expect to see a ton of seniors, you know, 20, 25 seniors a lot of times. I think they have 12 seniors on their roster, which is, again, just a testament to Coach Rowland and his staff and what they've done with the culture there. And and uh, obviously some, some standout guys that, as their seniors, but all sorts of guys in that next class, junior class, and even some sophomores that are playing. And, and Jamestown had a ton of seniors that they graduated from last year's championship team and tells you what they're made of by being back here again with uh, with all the graduation that they had a year ago. Max Watson set to tee it up the 40-yard line, so we're hoping to get this going at three. It's probably going to be about 20 after, and again, they have the hard start time for um, for the 11 AA championship game. That'll be at 640, around 640, 645 or so with Shanley and Bismarck Century, and we'll uh, talk a little bit more about that as we go along, but that high-octane Deacon offense against Ron Wingenbach and Century, who started out 0-5, and, and boy, defense, 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 has gotten them to the championship. Sure has, and who, who'd have thunk that uh, you, you got to win the state championship to finish 500 if you're <laughs> if you're Bismarck Century, uh, but uh, it's a heck of a good problem to have, uh, you know, like you said, starting out 0-5, a bunch of close games in there that they, that they lost. They played pretty good defense in all their games anyway, so so that should be fun, and this one should be a fun one too. Yep, very true. As a men back deep for Jamestown as they will set things up at a five-yard line as, as Mac, uh, Max Watson, the junior, set to tee it up. 22 years in the making for the Fargo North Spartans. And we're underway. Boy, good kick, end over end, and that will be into the end zone. That'll be a touchback. So the Blue Jays in the home team on the scoreboard, the blue jerseys, white helmets, with the Blue Jay logo in blue across the side, white lettering in numerals, Fargo North in the navy blue pants and helmets, white jerseys with royal blue numerals, first and ten for the Blue Jays at the 20-yard line. Peyton Holcalter at quarterback, he's thrown for over 2,300 yards this year. He'll start with two receivers here to the near side. 3-5 defense, 3-5-3 is... Holcalter, left side of the keeper, and he is bottled up into the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Peter Haugo, who will call a lot on the offensive side of the ball, came in from the outside linebacker position and able to bring 
Bring Holkalter down. No gain again here on first down. Yeah, how good. Just a real good football player. And 12 tackles for loss, I believe, on defense. And, you know, over 1,100 yards, I think 22 touchdowns. So not a, not a shock that your, your good players are coming out the gate right away. And, and certainly uh, Peyton Holkalter does a great great job running the show for Jamestown. And you'll see him make a, make a lot of plays today, too. Nate Walls wide to the right side. Another guy to keep an eye on is Walters. It'll be second down and 10 from the 20-yard line for the Jays. Holkalter rolling right. Sets off from the 10. He'll fire deep down the middle. Man is open, diving, and unable to get it incomplete. Trying to come down the middle that time, trying to find Nate Walls and incomplete. That'll bring up second down, make it third and ten. Leading receivers for uh, Jamestown, Jackson Walters, 41, catches 865 yards, 13 touchdowns. Nate Walls, 16 catches for 361. The Jays facing third and ten here, third and ten from the 20-yard line. Four receivers set, trips to the... Wide side of the field, empty set, rolling right as Hulk Alter from the 15. Right near the line of scrimmage, floats it down the right side, caught 35, and up the sidelines to the 40, 41-yard line on the catch there for Jamestown. So Tyson Jorison, the catch, 5'9", five, nine, nine, five, nine, 155 yards and a junior. is a little floater, good for 21, first down for the Jays. Yeah, Jamestown got into an unbalanced set there, meaning they had the tight end and all three receivers on, on one side, as you mentioned, uh, Ended up in an empty set then and really became a run-pass option for Holcalter. And you kind of put the defensive guy into a bind there. You know, if, if you stay in coverage, he's going to run it. And eventually the guy came out of coverage and he flipped it over his head. So you can't really win there. And got, got him moving the chains, and that's big early in the game. 34 receptions for him. Handoff on first down is on the carry. He has a couple of yards actually. No, getting away. Thought they had him bottled up with the 44-yard line. Is seven on the run on first down. On the carry for Jamestown, actually, was 24. It's Braun on the carry, and he got, looked like he was going to be bottled up with a 44-yard line and able to escape. Picked up about three or four yards off of contact. Gets to the 48-yard line. Yeah, I think he battled some injuries earlier in the year, if I remember right, Brad, where he missed a few games with some injuries, and he's been back. And you can tell he's got fresh legs, and you can tell he's excited to be have another opportunity to play. He has 440 yards on the ground this year. Keeper Hokal throughout the middle, close to a first down as he gets to about the 49-yard line. So... Peyton Holkalter calling his own number. His dad, Marty Holkalter, coach for years at Carrington, an assistant now. His brother, Marcus Holkalter, played football. Speaking of NDSCS, played for the Wildcats a few years back. First down for the Jays now at the 49-yard line. Sixth play of the drive coming. 9.50 and counting here in a scoreless game. Ron to the left of Holkalter in the gun. Three up on the line, make it four. They'll rush five, will the Spartans pass right side. It is too tall for Walters at incompletes. Well, the pass incomplete and missed a little high. We saw that was Sterling Anderson for Cavalier. He was missing and missing high a lot of times. That pass goes incomplete there for Holkalter and brings up second and ten. Yeah, North bringing, bringing five that time. You'll probably see them, I would say, change up what, what they do as far as bringing some pressure times, playing coverage. I think when you talk with Coach Roll, you talk about you know trying to limit Holkalter and maybe keep him off balance a little bit, keep him, in, keep him doubting a little bit as you, as you make your defensive calls. On second down, give to Braun up the middle as Braun is stacked up maybe a yard to the 48-yard line. He has a short pickup there, pickup of a yard. Aiden Braun, 5'8", 155 pounds, and a senior coming in second leading ground gainer. 440 yards, seven touchdowns coming in, picks up a yard, brings up third down again. They've already converted once on third down. Third and nine here for the Jays on the north 48-yard line. 
9-14 and counting. Opening drive of the game and scoreless. Shotgun snap. Hole Coulter looks left and got to be sacked back at the 45-yard line. Brought some heat that time rushing four and the Spartans get to him with a sack. Back of the 45-yard line. The sack courtesy of Xavier Buckmiller as he got back of the 45-yard line. Yeah, it really went. They, they ran like a fake screen is really what they ran there, Brad, and, and then tried to get the second north secondary napping a little bit and n- nothing doing there. They got good pressure on it and, and, and were able to get the sack. Punt unit is out. Hole Coulter will punt. He is back inside his 30 at about the 28-yard line. Snap a good one, and they run a little heat. Line drive kick. Be taken at the 21-yard line on the return for North. At the 30, flag down, 35 near side of the 40, 45 near side. Down the sidelines of the 40, 35-30, 25-20, and forced out inside the 15-yard line. Parker Dosh takes it all the way down inside the 15 to the 13, but it's going to be coming back. There's a flag back at the 36-yard line. Probably an illegal block somewhere along the trail. This one will cost North plenty of field position. Yeah, I think you're correct there, Brad. It, it, it almost looked like the one they called. I don't, the guy probably didn't have to block him at all just with the angle that he had. If he had just essentially stood there and gotten his way, he would have been would have been fine. But live and learn, everyone's excited, jacked up to make some plays here. We'll get the call here momentarily, but the flag out back of the 36-yard line as they will move the Spartans back to the 35-yard line. Here, officially going to announce the call here. So penalty is a holding call against North. The Spartan offense will go to work, uh, work here first and ten. Ends up being about a, to go. Ends up being about a seventy-yard penalty. There, Brad. Those, are, <laughs> those are tough to swallow, but uh, they got a chance there. Went back to the line drive kick that you talked about. That's what gave him a chance to return it. I'll go on the carry. First down up the middle. Turns his way across the 30, close to the 33-yard line. So pick up of eight on first down. So Peter Haugo. Get the numbers here for Peter Haugo on the year for Fargo North as he has was up over 1,000 yards. He has run for 1,141 yards, seven yards a carry, and 22 touchdowns. So pick up of seven, close to eight on first down for Peter Haugo. Second down and three from the 33-yard line. Play fake. Well, back to throw at the 25. He'll fire deep down the right side for Sam. It's up for grabs. Trying to make it over the shoulder. Catch, and he did. Hauling it in near sidelines inside the 30 and all the way down to the Jamestown 29. I mean, a good throw, but what a heck of a athletic spectacular catch that was, Brad. So, Welk finding Sam from the 33 to the 29. That's good for 38 yards. Good enough for an accent kitchen and bath first down. And... On the big target of the outside, and Jeremiah Sims. So here comes North again, first and 10. All of a sudden, in Jamestown territory at the 29-yard line, Jim Miller, the fullback, they give to Halgo up the middle, turns his way to the 25, and good surge by that offensive line of the Spartans. Pick up of seven on first down again as he gets all the way out to the 22-yard line. A little bit of thunder and lightning there. You know, you're, you're going to hammer the ball with the, with Halgo, and then they take a shot with Sam, who's a phenomenal athlete, one of the best basketball players in the state. I think everybody knows about him. And now you come back to hammering the ball, and you get seven, eight yards on first down, and they're they're uh, you know they're rolling out. So Jamestown's going to have to get a tip ball, get a ball ripped out, do something to get get the ball back, get some momentum back for their for their offense. 38 catches for Sim, over 570 yards on the year. It'll be second down and three. Halgo up the middle, has a burst. 20, 15, gets three, 10, 5. Enzo, it's a Fargo North touchdown. 
22 yards, and Haugo sprinting up the middle for the touchdown. And just like that, North strikes and quickly, 6-0 Spartans. Yeah, just a counter, a power play where you pull the backside guard and lead out with the fullback. And he wouldn't have been down a two-handed touch, I don't think, there, Brad. He, he went right through and, and early momentum for North. Four-play drive for the Spartans. It'll be extra point coming here from Max Watson. Line set, snap, spot kick is up, plenty of leg, and Watson knocks it home. So Fargo North scores and quickly as they go 75 yards in a minute. It's like a minute 25 on that drive. Time out of the field, 6.56 to go in the opening quarter from Dakota Bowl 30. The 11-8 title game here at the Fargo Dome. It's North 7, Jamestown nothing. We're back in a moment. Playoff football on the fan presented by Luther Buick GMC. We are professional grade. We'll be back in half a minute. North sprints downfield. Fargo North, four plays, 75 yards. In a minute, 25 seconds, a 22-yard touchdown run for Peter Haugo. As he's had a bushel full of touchdown runs this year. 23, I believe it is now. Yep, rushing TD number 23. Big play to Sam on the deep ball. Opening things up. Watson has a teed up with the 40-yard line. A pair of men back deep for the Blue Jays. So Fargo North hasn't always been a fast-starting team this year. They really jump out of the gate. And there's the kick. And over end. Maybe a returnable taken at the one-yard line on the return for the Jays. Left side here, 15, and bottled up at the 16-yard line of the return goes Tyson Jorison, and he was stacked up quickly by the Spartans. Brought down by Finn Lynch, number 37, 6'3", 185-pound and a senior. So first shot fired by the uh, Spartans, so we'll see how the Jays react here, Coach. Yeah, early momentum, like you said, uh, they get the ball, they overcome the, the penalty on the long punt return, you know, and uh, score, and then, Big momentum play on the kickoff team, too, getting Jamestown backed up early. Round to the right of Holcalter in the gun. First and 10 for Jamestown, heading to the south end zone here at the Dome. The 17-yard line, 7-0 north, 4 up on the line, 3 down linemen. Holcalter, quarterback keeper up the middle. He's at the 20 and falls forward across the 20 to about the 21-yard line. So Holcalter on the carry. Had a chance to see a few of these guys play baseball. They had a nice run of the State Legion Tournament uh, this past summer. They were the seventh seed, and uh, they were one step away from going uh, going to the regional. Yeah, it was fun fun to see. We know Sam Joseph pretty well as the head coach, been a fr- friend of our families and, and gotten to know a lot of these kids. So fun to see. And, again, just a lot of good athletes running around, multi-sport athletes on bo- both teams here today. Second down and six in the 21. Hulk Holter in a sprint out to the right. Fires deep down the right side. Under the, under getting under it, making the catch is, is it Walters? I, yes. I believe so. Yep, Walters the catch. Check that mate Walls on the catch. Okay. Into North Territory at the 48-yard line. He had to get underneath that like an outfielder. Got a separation and made a lunging catch to the Spartan 48-yard line. It's an accident kitchen and bath first down for Jamestown. Their third. That's good for 31 yards. Yeah, got the defensive back turned around there, kind of twisted around. The ball was in the air a little long, but uh, Jamestown's doing a good job moving the pocket with whole culture. It looks to me like when they've dropped back, they've had trouble protecting, so you move the pocket, get him moving a little bit on sprint out, and give him a chance to get some run pass option stuff happening. On first down, Braun up the middle. He is wrapped up. No gain back to the 48-yard line. So Aiden Braun is bottled up. No gain. Yeah, the interior of the Fargo North defensive line, their linebackers, it's, it's a physical, strong bunch of kids. So they're uh, be tough to run it inside. Like I said, same with the drop back game. They 
look for more perimeter run and pass. And Jamestown's going faster, trying to confuse North. Finn Lynch in the stop for the Spartans. It is second down and 10 for the 48-yard line. Man comes in motion. Handoff jet sweep. Comes to the near side. It is Jorison as he's going to be bottled up to the 45 and then shoved back. They bottle that up very well. Nice job by North. Levi Severson, Nass Parker, Dosh helped force him to the sideline. Out of bounds of the 45-yard line. So bring up about three and third down and seven coming here for Jamestown. As we're at 448 and counting here in the opening quarter. Fargo North, a early 7-0 advantage. Jays facing third down here. Third and seven from the North 45-yard line. Trips to the far side. Single receiver. It's Walters to the near side. And a sprint out to the right hole. Alter, he could run. Swings it out right. Flat caught. First down, 35 to the sidelines. 30-25. It's Jorison again. Brought down just outside the numbers of the 24-yard line. Kind of that RPO look, Coach. He can sprint him out. He can run. He can he waited and waited for that receiver to just kind of release downfield. Good for 21 and another Jays first down. Yeah, and Jamestown's keeping the tight end in. Uh, Muse is the tight end. They're keeping him in on pass protection on the sprint out game just to get a, another body in and, and, and protect the quarterback. And like you said, you've got the run pass option with, with Hulk Halter, and he's fine. Skilled bunch of receivers. He's finding guys. And off Braun up the middle at the 20s. He pinballs his way forward to the 18-yard line. Aiden Braun picks up six. They sent Jorison in motion. You had to respect that. That might open up a gap inside. Six for Braun. Nice call on first down there. Now the Jays appear to be in rhythm. So we're inside of four minutes to go here in the opening quarter. Second offensive series for the Blue Jays. Started back at the 40, or actually back at their own 17-yard line. Seven nothing north, second and fourth in the 18. Handoff Holcalter as Holcalter keeps it and rolls up the middle. Brought down inside the right hash of the 10-yard line. So Peyton Holcalter, good for eight. Another Jamestown first down. Well, maybe I spoke too early about not being able to run the ball inside on north because <laughs> they've had two good ones in a row here. But, again, they, they run the jet sweep. They run sprint out. So they're doing a good job of of uh, being unpredictable and keeping North off balance a little bit. North rotating some defensive linemen in now, which you got to do when you start getting worn down. And, and so now, as you mentioned, now Jamestown's got the advantage, and they're playing fast, and maybe North's playing on their heels a little bit. First and goal, the Fargo North 10, 3-12 and counting in the opening quarter. 7-0 in favor of the Spartans. And off on the carry as pinballing forward. First carry of the game for 34. That's Josh Robertson. And Robertson, some yards off of contact as he's inside the five to the four-yard line. As Robertson, the leading ground gainer for the Jays, picks up six. Sam Frittle in the stop for Fargo North. Yeah, it's the second time we've seen that, uh, Brad, where it looked like the Jamestown runner was down. It was Brown the first time, Robertson this time. And then they come squirting out of there. And, that becomes, that becomes kind of tough if you're on defense because you, you don't know where, where he's going to come from then, and he can squirt through and getting close to score on that one. Second and goal from the four, 2.30 and counting here in the opening quarter. Holcalter with two backs up the middle. Holcalter moves the pile as he is down, trying to stretch for an extra yard down to around the two-yard line, so picks up a couple, brings up third and goal coming here for the Blue Jays as this drive has soaked up over four and a half minutes, 2.15 and counting. And bring up third out and goal from the two. Our third game of the day, and we had two dandies. Velva Drake, Animus Garrison, 22-20 over Central Cast in the 11B final. Overtime at 9B. New Salem, Walmart over Cavalier, 28-26. Third and goal, two-yard line. Two backs to the left, rolling to the left as Hulk Halter looks. Near the sideline, fires a bullet incomplete. Leave it's headed for Jorison, and it's incomplete, and it was for Jorison. On coverage was Parker Dosh. 
foot, Fargo North. It was a rollout to the left. The two backs are out there to the left side as well. And that pass actually might have got tipped on its way to the end zone. I think it did, Brad. They, they did a, North did a good job of staying in coverage. And, and we talked about the one long pass they'd had earlier. Guys came out of coverage too quick, and he just flipped it over. They did a good job staying in coverage, letting the pressure get the whole culture. Now they're doing a mass substitution. Four receivers set on fourth down. Hole Coulter looks left, fires to the end zone. It is caught. It's a Blue Jay touchdown. They find Jackson Walters. No, Nate Walls on the catch. Two yards in the touchdown. They spread them out. Went four receivers, went twins on each side, and Hole Coulter looking left the entire time. Fires for Walls. He had two guys over there. There was Walters as well, but find Walls for two yards. And the Jays make it 7-6 with the kick coming. Sarah Sweddle will attempt the extra point. Snap, spot these. Snap is bobbled. They'll pass it out right side. It is bobbled and incomplete. Ryan Kallenbach, the holder, was looking for Colt Mews out on the right flat as the snap was fine. The hold was dropped and the two-point try, or the kick, I should say, fails. Jamestown goes a little over five minutes on the drive. They go 83 yards. The conversion fails. 148 to go first quarter in this 11A championship from the Fargo Dome. On the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard, Fargo North 7, Jamestown 6. Kickoff in half a minute. Kickoff deep near side. It'll be taken by Dosh at the 6-yard line. Near side return to the 15 to the 20. Back inside the numbers of the 25 and out to the 28-yard line. The drive for the Blue Jays. 11 plays, 83 yards and... Five minutes and eight seconds. Hole Coulter. Two-yard pass to Walls for the touchdown. The extra point failed as the snap was dropped. Fargo North will have their second offensive series. They'll start from their own 27-yard line with a 7-6 advantage here in the 11A title game. With Tom Dosh, I'm Brad Anderson. Shanley and Century will follow about 6.40 tonight in the 11AA title game. Welk with Miller and Haugo the backs. He drops the snap. Welk will keep it. Sidesteps one defender and maybe a yard to the 28-yard line. That'll be about it. Really good play by Welk there. What you, you teach your guys is you get a snap on the ground. Don't panic. Just you become the ball carrier. It was, it was going to be a handoff to Hago, and he just said, I'll just take your spot, and I'll, I'll follow the fullback up. And instead of losing two or three yards, they get a yard and, and averted some, you know, being behind the chains. It's one of the things that Coach Roland had talked about with me earlier in the week is you got, we want to stay in front of the chains. We don't want to get behind the chains. That's not how we're built. Second down and nine from the 28-yard line. Haugo not in there right now. Handoff on the carry up the middle across the 30. It's John Williams, and Williams across the 30 to the 31-yard line for a pickup of three. John Williams, certainly a good change of pace back with Haugo. He is second of the team in rushing, 508 yards and four touchdowns. Williams out to the 31, and North will have third and about six coming here as we're inside of a minute to go in the first. Yeah, I don't think how goes injured I'm, I'm looking for him on the sideline probably just giving him a break because since he plays both ways you want to keep him rolling so you have him fresh the whole game especially you get second half third fourth quarter first third down conversion at opportunity here for north as they have third and about six in the 31 of the option well pitches outside to williams to the 25 the play is blown up for a loss back at the 29 yard line and we've talked about Welk so far, and he did a great play there on defense as he blew that play up. Took care of the pitch man for a loss of two, and North will punt as the first quarter comes to a close. Yeah, a lot of uh, it's option football, and it's just being disciplined is what it is. And uh, that was Walls, I think, who did that. So yep. the guy who caught the touchdown makes a big play on third down, too. And like you said, it's going to end the quarter that way. 
First quarter comes to a close here at Gate City Bank Field of the Fargo Dome and a good first quarter back and forth as each team gets on the board. Through one here in this 11A title game. Playoff football in the fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade after one. It is Fargo North 7, Jamestown 6. Dakota Bowl 30 coverage continues on the fan in one minute. Total yards in that first quarter. 106 for Jamestown, 76 for North. First down, 6-2 to two in favor of the Blue Jays. One penalty, 10 yards against North. None for the Jays. No turnovers in the opening 12 minutes. And fairly clean opening quarter. North leads 7-6 to six as they will punt here on fourth down. Yeah, I think the first two games were pretty clean for the most part, too. Yeah, what they brought. I mean, there's a couple balls on the ground. You had the interception on the last play of regulation. Yep. Right Almost had some fireworks to it. But for the most part, you, sometimes you're going to have some jitters in these games and you get balls on the ground and and uh, tip balls or whatever and haven't seen that yet. So you just hope for a good, clean game, and that's what it's been so far. Miller to punt. He's back at his 15-yard line. Joris in the deep. Man, the kick is blocked as Jamestown got a piece of it. It bounces forward. From the 35 to the 40, and it's going to be downed at the 44-yard line. So the Jays get a piece of that punt, 15-yard punt. They did bring a little heat from up the middle and get a partial block of that. And the uh, Jamestown Blue Jays will have it on the north 44-yard line. And what, you know, it's it's the shield punt, which everybody does, where you have three guys right in front of the punter. And, and what you do schematically, you, you find holes in the shield or you find cracks in the shield, and Jamestown obviously found a crack in it where they thought they could get somebody free and they didn't they got a hand on it and got themselves real good field position whole culture on first down from the 44 deep down the left side and it's up for grabs and it's caught to the run inside the 10 at the five sprawling for the end zone he's going to be down at the three yard line as they find jackson walters i was wondering when they were going to target him for the first time he was out there at the edge in single coverage 41 yards down to the make it 42 down to the north two yard line yeah i've seen whole culture play in person watch them on on, on TV a few times, he really throws a nice football. He really does. He gets it up there nice and high. Got a strong arm, big guy, and he's got some good receivers that can go catch it. Trox set on coverage for North. They're first and goal. Now Holcalter will sprint under center. Tight formation. And into the scrum comes Holcalter, pushing the pile forward. Gets the surge. And is he in? No signal yet. And he will be stopped at about the, about six inches from Peter. No, they did give him a touchdown. They gave him a touchdown, yeah. It's... He waited waited on the call as he got into that pile as he was trying to get that push forward and did. Hochalter two yards for the touchdown. And Jamestown two plays and they strike and they grab the lead for the first time at 12-7. Well, it's really turned into rugby now since they can't, they don't call assisting the runner anymore, Brad. <laughs> you know, off uh, high school, college, pro, everybody's, it, that's what it's become. So they, uh, that, the refs have to let the rugby scrum, scrum clear out, and then they call the touchdown eventually. Two-point try coming as they'll try and get some points back after the missed PAT. Hulk Halter looking left at three receivers left, floating it to the end zone, and it is incomplete as the two-point try fails, trying to find Jackson Rose at 6-5, and the conversion is no good. And Jamestown grabs the lead for the first time here in this 11A championship game. Two plays, and they strike 11-26 to go first half. On the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard, 12-7 in favor of Jamestown over North. Kickoff coming up after this time out of the fan. 
Fargo Public School is hiring. Make a difference in the lives of students. Positions include academic tutors, special education paraeducators, custodians, and food service staff. The mission of the Fargo Public Schools is to achieve excellence by education and empowering all students to succeed. Join their team today. Apply online at fargo.k12.nd.us. Call 701-446-1000 or stop by the district office at 707th Street, South Fargo to learn more. This is the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. Your future starts here. Two plays, 44 yards, 23 seconds. Two-yard TD run for Holcalter, but the big play to Jackson Walters for 42. Set up the short field. Asleto has a teed up at the 40-yard line. John Williams. Looks like and Dosh as well back inside the 10 to receive the kick here for Fargo North. 11-26 to play. 12-7 Blue Jays. Good kick from Sleto. And it'll be Dosh up on the ball. 10-yard line. Ah, drops it. Picks it up. Back of the 10. He's going to have to fall out of the 10-yard line. Didn't catch it cleanly. And it just became, i got to fall on the football and keep possession here. So Fargo North has gone touchdown and punt here in the drive summary through their first two series, Coach. When I just got done saying how clean the game was, they get a punt block and then they yep. fumble a kickoff. So once again, Coach Rowland probably doesn't want me talking that way about his team. <laughs> uh, interesting that Jamestown went for two there. They, they typically kick it. And uh, this early in the game, you do roll the dice a little bit. If you don't get it, which they didn't, you're just chasing that point, those points the rest of the game. Then I, you know, usually uh, maybe wait a little bit because I think they've got a confidence in Sleto. She's been been good for them all year, but now they're chasing that point. But they got great field position here on defense. How going first down? He was out the last series, uh, gave him a break, and he goes up the middle for five on first down. And just a very patient runner, kind of a good mix of some power and a little bit of speed if he gets into the open field. Of course, the combination was a good article in the uh, paper this week. His um, uncle is Dean Howgo, Moorhead High Activities Director. was a great uh, running back at Concordia back in the day. And they got the Howgo family, of course, with the Spuds playing tomorrow against Elk River and Maple Grove in the Minnesota 5A playoffs. And plus Peter here, fun weekend for them. Second at five on the 15-yard line. Miller is the fullback. They give to the fullback. No option pitch. It goes to Howgo near side, and he's going to be bottled up as Jackson Walters finishes him off. No gain to the 15-yard line. Third and five coming here for North. You see the team speed of Jamestown there getting off blocks on the on option and being, you know, being sound uh, option-wise, quarterback player, pitch player, but a lot of guys there to help clean up. It's going to be hard to get Howgo down one-on-one in the open field, and they didn't, but they got him to change directions. And, Got to turn back to the pursuit. Now they got to a, got themselves to a third and medium here on defense after a, a fairly good run on first down. A hundred tackles for Walters, 59 solo stops coming into play this afternoon. Welcome third down, third and five, rolling right, floats in right side over a pair of defenders incomplete. Trying to get it over the linebacker intended for the tight end, Carter Zeller, and incomplete. And North goes three and out once again. Really a pretty a pretty good throw, really, and uh, just a, a little high and. One that you maybe see him catch uh, half the time anyway, but, again, pretty good defense by Jamestown. Had a couple guys there. Now they're going to see if they can shore up their punt protection. Yep, Hulk Alter for one as it'll be Miller back in punt formation. They set up the shield there, three in front of the punter as he is back out the goal line. So they are going to rush, and they'll bring nine. And a kick, and it's blocked again. Loose ball, and it's picked up by the Blue Jays at the four-yard line. They kicked it low into the line, and it was blocked. The Jays come up with a recovery at around the five-yard line. 
The second block punt today. This was a full-fledged block, and the Jays are in business in the red zones. That punt blocked and recovered by North at the four. Good pressure and and uh, kind of a low punt as well. He's got a low trajectory on that punt, and and so that that's really been three big plays in special teams. Two block punts, and North had the long punt return that eventually got called back. So special teams playing big early in this one. First and goal at the four-yard line. Holcalter handoff up the middle. It goes to Braun. He hits contact at the line of scrimmage and maybe squirms forward for about a yard. Aiden Braun to the three. He has five carries and 15 yards here as the Blue Jays have run 14 times for a total of 37 yards by our count. Second and goal from the three. 9.38 to go first half. And Jamestown trying to take advantage of the second block punt of the game for the 12-7 lead. And Robertson in, actually two backs, Braun and Robertson to the left of Holcalter. Sprint out left side, he has Braun out in the flat, rolling left is Holcalter. Scrambles for the five, he'll take off for the pylon, dives, and he is in. Touchdown, Jamestown. Three-yard touchdown for Peyton Holcalter on a sprint out to the left, able to get to the pylon and score. A second rushing touchdown of the game, and the Jays lead 18-7. And J- Jamestown put both backs to that side and two receivers, so there wasn't much mystery what they were going to do. And and what happened was the Fargo North, the, the contained rusher, the guy who was responsible, he kind of hesitated for some reason. And if he would wouldn't have hesitated, I think he'd have gotten an incompletion. I'm going to review this. Yep. They will review to see if he. Uh, that's our second review of the day. As they another goal line situation in the Central Cast Velva game where Central Cast. Thought they had scored on a Lamar touchdown to the one-yard line, that, and uh, they said knee was down to the one. The call was upheld on that one, and I think the call will be upheld here. 18-7. That's basically two touchdowns off a pair of block punts in short fields if the touchdown stands, and I think it will, but we'll get the official announcement here from downstairs. The play stands. Touchdown. Quick to the point. Well, you, you can tell maybe he hasn't done it. <laughs> We're not doing a ton of replay in North Dakota, right, Brad? You can see that. So uh, you're going to baby steps. G- get better with it as, as the day goes along. So he, he's not. it's not about him. He's trying nope. to get to keep this game moving. Good nope. for him. Yep. Sleto with the extra point now. So two plays on that drive. Four yards, 38 seconds. Sleto with the extra point. Lines are set. There's the placement, snap good, and the kick is on the way, and Sleto knocks it in. 9-19 to play first half. Jamestown with 19 unanswered. Blue Jays 19, Fargo North 7. Here in this 11A championship from Dakota Bowl 30, we'll be back with more. As high school playoff football and the fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC, we are professional grade. We're back after this. Lewis Jalberg with the kickoff taken by North at the 9-yard line. Return to the 10, to the 15, as on the return, being bottled up at the 15, close to the 16-yard line. On the return goes Caden Rasmussen, and he is down around the 17-yard line. Jamestown 19 points in about a five-and-a-half-minute stretch. Two plays, four yards, 38 seconds, three-yard TD run. And a sprint out for Holcalter, and North backed up at the 17-yard line after they went four plays and 75 yards and scored quickly on a Howgo touchdown. They have been stacked up, two three and outs. 
uh, in the kickoff return. The previous possession, when he fumbled it there, they started on their own 7 or 8 yard line, too. So they've really put themselves in some tough spots with special teams. First and 10 of the 17 yard line here for North. Howell go left side, has some room 20, cuts back 25, and gets out to the 26 yard line. Jackson Walters, one of the Blue Jays, into the tackle, along with 33, Kellen Harstad is. They pick up of nine. Bring up second down at a yard. So Peter Haugo, six carries, 50 yards, and the lone Fargo North score. Still plenty of time here for North. You just got to kind of roll with the punches here and see if you can don't really venture away from what's worked for you. Second at a yard. Haugo, off tackle right side. He'll get out to the 29-yard line. Pick up of three, and North has her third first out of the half. To your point there, Brad, if, if you're if you're Frogger North, you're doing, hey, we're not going to panic here, right? We, we, we've got a good football team. Let's go back to the stuff that we that's made us successful all year or most of the year and not panic. There's a ton of game left, and don't allow a couple plays, particularly special teams plays, to, to get you rattled and get you out of sync. So they've got a lot of time, and if you're Jamestown, you just want to keep getting those opportunities. First and 10, 29-yard line. Miller and Howe go in the backfield. Short drop by Wilk. He'll float one deep down the left side. Sims stopped his route as the ball hits harmlessly to the turf. Downfield of the 45-yard line as back on coverage was Nate Walls as Sims stopped his route. Wilk coming in. 151 yards passing, 14 touchdowns, six interceptions, completing just under 50% of his pass attempts. That'll bring up second down at 10 here. Play number four of the drive coming in a 19-7 Jamestown lead. And that was a route conversion there of some sort, Brad, where the receiver was thinking, I'm running a hitch, and the quarterback's thinking, according to the coverage, you're running a fade. And and uh, as a result, they had some confusion and threw an incompletion. Double tight end, Sims, single receiver to the right side. Play action, well, looking. He'll throw backside pass. It's caught, flagged down. The 35 to the 40 as he finds the tight end. Back to the 42-yard line. It's a little backside flip to Joe Rose, the tight end. That's good for 13 and a first down, pending the penalty flag. I think it's probably roughing the passer where he threw the flag. I don't know what else it would be back there. So pick up a 13 and a first down. And, yep, they're going to add some more to this. Defense, 13 finding Joe Rose, the tight end, and then 15 on the roughing the passer in the personal foul call. Joe Rose, the tight end, just his fourth reception of the season. Add 15 to the end of the play. It's the first penalty against the Jays. And just like that, close to 25 to 30 yards in north in business on the Blue Jay 43-yard line. Under eight to play, 7.55 and rolling here in quarter number two. 19-7, Jamestown with the lead in the 11A title game. And a penalty flag is down. Could be procedure the call here, and this should back up Fargo North 5. We talked about teams that had long drives. New Salem, Olmont, Velva, Cavalier all left on uh, on Tuesday. I know talking to Bill Nelson earlier in the week, they were going to leave today. And then Fargo North, they got you could, they could have walked to the Dome, basically. Yeah, yeah they did. They, they could have left whenever. And, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. 22 and counting here in the first half. Is, Coach we got to stay in front of the chains. Eight carries, 57 yards here in What you're looking half. for here yeah, if you're North. Bad. But, again, stay with on Jamestown's first touch, uh, second touchdown where they scored on second the quarterback. 15, handoff. Here they maybe is Halgo make it first and 15. Peter Halgo across the 45 to the 44 yard line. The quarterback moved, but then the running backs moved. And I was surprised they didn't call it, to be honest with you. But, uh might have caught a break on that one. That was a couple of possessions ago, but, but North wasn't so lucky here. So now, they, again, they're manageable now in second and 11. 
Six play of the drive. Williams in motion. He'll come here to the near side on second and long. Here's Welk back to throw deep down the middle. A wobbler down the middle trying to find Rose incomplete. Contact downfield. Penalty flag and it'll be interference against Jamestown. Aiden Braun was on coverage as he couldn't get separation. Could Rose? So he tried to break free from Braun deep down the middle trying to go down the seam and a wobbler an underthrown ball by Welk and incomplete. There was contact and the initial call looks to be pass interference against Jamestown. Pass interference the defense, the 15-10 lead. Honestly, an underthrown ball is getting, has, has gotten to be the offense's greatest uh, asset these days. Yep. You, you get a lot of those where, honestly, I didn't think the defensive back could have done anything differently. I could see maybe why they call it. You also get the back, throw, back shoulder catches where guys are coming back and catching it. So that's, that's the thing to do now. First and 10, 29-yard line. Give to Williams. Tries the right side. Breaks free from the first contact. Moves the pile forward. Running hard. Gets all the way out to the 20-yard line. Nine for John Williams and earned every yard on that. Second and short for the Spartans. Yeah, rolling Williams and Halgo. They're keeping fresh legs in. And uh, that's important to do that. Keep, keep your bodies fresh and keep your running backs fresh. And a good hard run after contact, running through contact. So second and short here. Do you take a shot if you're north? Or do you say, hey, we're just going to keep moving the chains and and, and get down there methodically. Ethan Gall, the tackle for Jamestown. Wide to the right side goes Sim. Two backs out of the pistol. Well, play clock is at 10, and be a timeout, Jamestown. So Bill Nelson calling a timeout. First charge timeout to the Blue Jays. It's a West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center timeout. West Funeral Home in West Fargo and Castleton. It's the little things that make the difference. 6.08 to go first half in the 11A championship. From the Dakota Bowl to Fargo Dome, as Dakota Bowl coverage brought to you by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade, Jamestown 19, North 7. We're back in half a minute here on the fan. Are you looking for a rewarding new career? Join the United States Postal Service and apply for roles nationwide. Serve your community with pride and receive benefits, including competitive pay and opportunities for advancement. Whether you are looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal positions, we have options that may be perfect for you. The United States Postal Service is an equal opportunity employer. Apply now at usps.com careers. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl from the Fargo Dome on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. With Tom Dosh, I'm Brad Anderson. 6.08 to play, second and one for Fargo North. The Spartans trail 19 to 7, second and one from the 20 yard line. We'll get a station ID when time permits. Welk, two backs with Miller and also Halgo. Peter Halgo shakes the tackle, gets free left side. 15, 10, 5, and to the end zone goes Halgo for a second rushing touchdown of the game. 20 yards and a Fargo North score. Well, I guess that was their version of taking a shot, Brad. Hand it to our best player and let him run it in. That's that's a better bet. But, yeah, again, good job up front. You see good seals by the tight ends, O-line, fullback. And big, big, strong back, runs runs hard, gets north and south in a hurry, and tough guy to bring down in the open field. You know what we call that? Great coaching. <laughs> it is. Extra point. Max Watson, snap spot placement, kick is up, and that is knocked in and good. So Fargo North responds. 77 yards, a pair of touchdowns here for Halgo. And a heck of a drive by Adam Rowland of the Spartans. Three minutes and 18 seconds. They go 83 yards 
in three minutes and 18 seconds. Before we go any further, let's pause for station identification. This is Dakota Bowl coverage here on 740 The Fan. Oops, I bumped you. The region's 50,000-watt sports blowtorch is 740 The Fan. KNFL AM Fargo. Seven-play drive for Fargo North, 83 yards in three minutes and 18 seconds. Peter Haugo, 20-yard touchdown run, extra point good, and got a game again, 19-14 Jays. Great response by Fargo North. When you, as you and I said, there was a lot of fireworks, and none of it was good for them from the fourth down touchdown to the block punt to the block punt and two touchdowns off of it. You know, uh, great response by them putting together a long drive or 84-yard drive. That The tight end screen was huge. What did Sean Carlson have the over-under at for points? At, at 45, Sean, that's not going to – unless something crazy happens there in the next two and a half quarters. 33 I think, already. I think you're wrong. <laughs> but uh, he was wrong in the first game too, so uh, he, I wouldn't I – wouldn't He went him. high on he, that He one, went high. He? he thought nine man was going to be a shootout. Yeah, it was kind of a defensive stalemate there for a while. Watson's kick will be taken at the two-yard line on the return. To the 10, to the 15, and on the return, Braz, he gets out close to the 20-yard line. Both these kickoff units, both teams, North and Jamestown, do a good job. Yeah, they kick the ball in a good spot. You can tell the coverage team is disciplined. They know where they get fit up. and uh, We might see a long return today, but I'd be surprised if we do. They both do a tremendous job. High kicks, too, which is really uh, a a kickoff cover team's best friend. It's a a kick that's in the air a long time, so you can get downfield and cover it. First and 10, 20-yard line. They'll go with a full receiver set as they'll go trips to the far side of the field. They'll go empty set with Hulk Halter, taking the snap back of the 14. Quarterback keeper up the middle. Sidesteps one defender. Actually sidestepped his own lineman in Hulk Halter for seven out to the 27-yard line. Nine carries, 23 yards for Hulk Halter. Talked about his passing numbers. Thrown for 2,334 yards. He's also run for 378 yards. Now nine rushing touchdowns. Seven there on first down. Three timeouts make it two left for the Blue Jays. Five and a half and rolling here. It's been an entertaining first half in this 11-8 title game. Jamestown 19, Fargo North 14. Out of the gun, shotgun snap. Braun tries the left side, gets free at the 30, trying to break a tackle and does. Lunges forward. First down for Jamestown to the 33-yard line. So six more for Braun. Well, they kind of kind of tiptoe around one defender to get the extra yards needed for the first down. Should be seven first downs now for Jamestown as they move the sticks there. Took advantage of a couple of short drives after a pair of block punts. One of kind of about a half a block, and the second one was full-fledged blocked on a punt low in the line. First and ten of the 33. Empty set again. They go four wide, three to the near side. Pass down the near side. Trying to find Brown. He makes a nice adjustment, makes the catch inside the Fargo North 40, and all out of bounds by Dosh at the 38-yard line. So the catch and run good for 29, and here come the Jays in business again into Fargo North territory. Yeah, they really do a good job, and they stress you out. Uh, Jamestown does. They go empty, which means no backs. They keep the tight end and three receivers on one side, so the tight end's ineligible. He stays in and blocks, and you got the run-pass option with Hulk Halter, and you still got the receiver on the backside. So uh, a great throw and catch. That was Braun there, the running back. They lined up wide, and he looked like a receiver there, Brad. That was a heck of a... Heck of a catch, and now we're going to probably see uh, some version of Holcalter now, I would bet. Backseat side of Holcalter in the gun. They'll send Jorison in motion. Holcalter back to throw from the 45, deep down the right side. Looking deep, it is a jump ball, and it's caught, secured inside the five, and in for a touchdown. It's Nate Walls again. Single coverage near side, 38 yards in the score, and the Jays 
scored a flash 25 14 jamestown yeah the under the under is not going to happen from what i can tell in this one but again <laughs> just another great throw by whole culture walls going up and getting it and uh, a strong arm guy all right, so gonna look at it to see if he did catch it. He he might he might have been down. We're gonna take a, take yeah, a look at it. He might have been down maybe at the one or maybe even the two, but we'll see. Or if the ball maybe bounced too, it kind of because he came down a little bit on the sideways. So I don't know if the ball bounced or not. It'll be interesting. It looked live like that. There was a chance that could have happened, Brad. All right, well they'll see if they will show that here. So the touchdown pending for the meantime. Boy, a quick response by Jamestown there where North, well even North scoring drives have been, they scored in a minute 25 on the opening drive 318 and 7 plays but look at Jamestown here's a touchdown 38 yard completion for the touchdown to Nate Walls for the score, now 25-14 we're going to see it, we'll see it again now yeah, made the catch, and yeah, it, he was able to hang on. It was just about ready to score him out there in the nose of the ball, almost hit the turf. But yeah, it tells you how athletic he is. He, he's only a sophomore, too. <laughs> They've got a lot of athletes in a lot of positions. Extra point from Sledo up, and that one is low in the line and blocked. <laughs> There's been enough crazy plays on special teams, Brad. There's been drop kickoffs and block punts and penalties and. Uh, a fire on a PAT, so we are. you are getting your money's worth if you're here. 4.45 to go first half. It's now Jamestown 25, Fargo North 14. Playoff football brought to you by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade as we'll come back with a kickoff in a moment. We're here with Larry from The Lock Shop. Now, we've been hearing a lot about Liberty Safes and how they can protect your valuables. What makes these safes so special? Well, Liberty Safe is America's number one producer of heavy-duty gun safes, home safes, and fire-rated safes. And they're all made in the United States. Liberty Safe even offers a lifetime guarantee that's transferable, so you know they stand behind their product. How heavy are they? Can I lift them into my truck? No need. The Lock Shop delivers Liberty Safes right to your home. Find out more at thelockshopnd.com. Peace to the game presented by Matt's Automotive Service Center, and they have not been able to slow down that Jamestown uh, offense as there's the kick, end over end, and returnable at the 11-yard line of the return, 15 to the 20. It is Dosh, 25, finds a lane. It closes quickly as he gets out to the 30-yard line. So the keys to the game presented by Matt's Automotive Service Center as uh, Matt's Automotive Service Center. Locations throughout the Fargo-Moorhead Metro. They are the standard as the out to the 30-yard line on first down. 25-14 in favor of the defending 11A champions, the Jamestown Blue Jays. So Fargo North back to work. It was 49-21. North was hurt by five turnovers in that regular season meeting to end the regular season on October 20th. First and 10 Spartans they have it on their own 30-yard line. Well, with two backs in there, he works out of the pistol formation. Give to Haugo up the middle. Peter Haugo into the pile, and the Jays bottle him up that time. Maybe to the line of scrimmage, and that'll be about it. So, actually, they'll give him back to the line of scrimmage. Brings up second and 10, and 425 left here, Coach. Boy, if Jamestown gets a stop here, get a chance to get that offense quickly and back out of the field again, and I'm going to see who got the second-half kickoff. It'll be North that'll get the second-half kickoff here, but just important for North. If you can get some points, great, but just at least get a couple of first downs here to just chew up some time. Yeah, because Jamestown's going for it when they get it. I guarantee you that much the way they play. 
So, yeah, you, you want again, get the momentum back. There's been so many swings in this game of momentum. It's been been wild, so you want to get it back if you're north. Man in motion, two receivers left. Welk back to throw. He'll fire deep down the left side for Sim. It is tipped away, tipped and intercepted. Off the tip ball, Hole Halter at the 30-yard line. Knocked out by Jeremiah Sim at the 33. It was tipped by Welk, and then off the tip ball, off the tip drill. Hole Halter playing center field in the return to the 34. There's your first turnover of the game, and... Here comes that Jamestown offense quickly back on the field. All kinds of time left. 3.46 remaining. Now he doesn't play defense full-time, mm-hmm. Brad, but I think they, they spot him back there certainly in passing situations. Uh, they, they move him back there, and they want to keep him fresh as their quarterback. But clearly a good football player, and you want to get him on the field whenever you can. So ball to Jamestown 34-yard line. First and 10 of the 34. Play clock down to 15 as they break the huddle. Two backs, Braun, and also Robertson on each side. Now they'll motion Braun out of the backfield to make it single back to the right side. Trips to the left. They swing it out left side, and it's caught. Jorison, 35, at the numbers 40, and out to the 42-yard line. And the three receivers out there, the two go to block, and Jorison does the rest as he, that little catch out in the flat for eight. Nice call on first down there by Bill Nelson of the Jays. And they shifted Braun out from a two-back set. They shifted Braun out to a three-wide receiver set, as you said. North didn't adjust accordingly from what I see. They they were outnumbered there. And that's really what you're looking for as an offensive coordinator and a quarterback is on the bubble screens. What what do the numbers look like? If they look good for us, we're going to throw it out there. Second and two of the 42-yard line. Hand off. It is Braun of the carry. Cuts back inside. Now back outside. 45-50. First down in the North Territory. And Welk rides him out of bounds to the 42-yard line. That is good for 16. That's good for a Blue Jays first down. A real good patient run there by Braun, and he was picking picking his holes, and the corner, Sam, got caught inside, which is a kind of a cardinal sin. If you're playing corner, you can't get pinned inside, and that's what happened to him, and then he was able, Braun was able to bounce him and get another 6-7 yards after that. 8 of 11 passing his whole halter, 192 yards and two touchdowns. He's thrown for two. He has run for two. Clock stop with 3.02 to go. First and 10 of the North 42-yard line. Quarterback keeper up the middle. Patient running by Holcalter. Waits for that lead block and gets out to the 38-yard line. Waited for Robertson to get a push-up field. Between the hashes for a pickup of four. Jim Miller on the stop for Fargo North. And now 2.45 left. You have two timeouts remaining. As he'll go no huddle here. Walls slot to the left side. Walters single coverage wide left as well. North will show blitz. They'll rush five. Hole Calter back to throw. Scrambled out to his left. In trouble. And Jim Miller gets to him. And they sack him all the way back at the 49. So Jim Miller the sack. And now the Jays behind the chains. That's a loss of 11. Brings up third and long. Big play for the North defense there. And they haven't had many of those recently. You know, Jameson's had a ton of yards. And. Brent Miller uh, is the D coordinator. That's his son, I believe, Jim. And, and they've uh, they've been good on defense for a long time. That's one where Holcalter probably, if he had that one over, he would have probably just thrown that one away. There was nowhere to go, and he was out of the tackle box. So he could have flipped it into the stands, and they'd have a much man- more manageable third down. <laughs> they dialed up a blitz there. Four wide trips here to the right on third and long. Rolling right, sprint out. Holcalter at the 45. He'll dump it out. Jorison, the catch, 45. Makes a man miss at the 40 and stretches and down. They get a good chunk of it back to the 36-yard line. Clock will continue to run, so 
patient play there by Holcalter as they find Jorison. He's up over 200 yards passing his Peyton Holcalter. Pickup of 13 there brings up fourth and about three here for the Jays inside of 90 seconds to play. And at this yard line, they're going to go for it, I would say. They'll go quad to the left side, empty set, and Adam Rowland will take a timeout right now. They were they didn't want to get caught with their pants down there. So fourth and shortcoming. North will take their first timeout. So West Funeral home and Lime Tribute Center timeout. 119 to play. Fourth and about four here for the Jays. Jamestown 25, Fargo North 14 from the Dakota Bowl. We're back after this on the fan. It's drywallers, interior painters, cabinet painters, and texture people in the area. And guess what? We have time on our schedule for your project. Accent can quote projects over the phone and then come out and finalize with a fixed bid. No surprises. That's Accent Contracting, drywallers, interior painters, cabinet painting, and texture people. Ready to roll. Get it? Paint roll? That's chooseaccent.com or 293 6000. Accent Kitchen and Bath. The perfect showroom for your home. And our first downs presented by Accent Kitchen and Bath. Your custom bathroom and kitchen destination gets started today with Coach Tom Dosh. I'm Brad Anderson. You'll hear Tom over in KFGO tomorrow with UND and USD from the Alaris Center. Noon of the kickoff, 11 a.m. pregame. Empty set, four wide. It is fourth and four from the 36-yard line. Rolling left is Hulk Halter from the 40. He'll take off and run. 35 cuts back of the numbers. First down and more as he settles down to the 27-yard line. It's another Blue Jay first down. And, boy, he's such a weapon as a dual threat. And especially when you sprint him out like that, boy, defensively, you don't want to take a chance and gamble. And that's what makes Hulk Halter just really so smooth running that sprint out. Yeah, it's the same formation they've been in, Brad, with unbalanced with a tight end and three receivers to that side and a single to the other side. Makes it tough on the defense. They spread you out. Go Twins here on first down. The 27, Holcalter look left. He'll fire left side. Walters open to the end zone. Leaping grab. Did he hang on? No signal yet. He did make the grab for the touchdown. 27 yards over a pair of defenders that time. A great throw and a better catch by Walters. Fifth score of the half, 31-14 Blue Jays. Yeah, they're just guys making plays like crazy here. Again, just a great throw, and North didn't bring pressure that time because they went to keep more guys in coverage, and then the guy goes and catches it over two guys. So they're going to see if he's inbounds or out of bounds here, I'd say. Welk was back on coverage. So was Peyton Trogstad, who's had pretty good coverage a couple of times, and has given up a couple of big plays. They'll see if he had possession and he, if he got one foot in, which is all he needs, but it looks like that he did. That's an amazing catch. It really is. And that, that was that, that was Walters. Is that right, Brad? Yes. Yeah, I think Walters and Holcalter are both going to the University of Jamestown next year to play football and uh, for Coach Brian Mistro, and that's going to be a, a, a pretty good get from what I can tell. They've, they've, got, they've got some skills. They certainly have got some chemistry. Twenty-seven yards. It'll stand for the touchdown. Two hundred should be two thirty, I believe, here now for Holcalter. Actually, two thirty-two. Throwing the football in nearly a half. Forty-seven seconds left. Sixty-six yards. It'll be Sledo with the extra point now. Thirty-one, fourteen. Blue Jays. Lines are set. Now there was movement, and this uh, will be halted here with forty-seven seconds left. So. 259 the time elapsed on that drive 66 yards and 259 false start against jamestown 
It'll back it up five, so three penalties, 35 yards. The attempt will come now from the eight-yard line, and I think they'll, yeah, they're going to keep Sleto out there. I don't know what a routine special teams play is, Brad, but we haven't had any today. No, it there's has been, been. There's been one thing after another. Like I said, it keeps you, keeps everybody on the edge of their seats. Keeps you guessing, doesn't it? Sleto one more time. High snap. Nice job of the hold. Kick is up by Sleto. Plenty of leg, and she knocks it home. 66-yard drive for Jamestown as they went seven plays on that drive. It goes for 27 yards to Jackson Walters, 47 seconds to go first half. Jamestown 32, Fargo North 14, kickoff after this on the fan. Here comes the kickoff, 66-yard, seven-play scoring drive taken by Dosh, 15-yard line of the 20-25, and... Met by about two or three Blue Jays and gets out to the 27-yard line. 32-14 in favor of Jamestown. 47 seconds to play. Seven-play, 66-yard drive. Two minutes and 59 seconds. Holcalter is third passing touchdown of the game. How about this for Holcalter? He's thrown for 232 yards. And I think he's will get his rushing numbers as well. He's up over 250 yards in total offense which would be a, a great game Brad. yes a great but it's game. a half yes it's a half another 24 minutes plus left here as he has run for 22 so 254 yards of total offense for Holcalter. I, I, I don't think they ever started they ever started the clock yes i don't think they ever started the clock it was 47 seconds left so they're going to go to 42 27-yard line for North. North will get the second-half kickoff, 32-14. And he's responsible for all five touchdowns, I think, which is, again, a pretty darn good game, much less a half. Howell left side first down, trying to get to the outside. It does, 35, a stiff arm, 40, and gets out of bounds to the 46-yard line. So usually in this situation late, what you do on first down determines if you're going to take a crack at it, and they might take a crack at it. Peter Howell approaching 100 yards, 11 for 96 by our numbers. Another accent kitchen and bath first down to the 46. 35 seconds remaining. 32-14 in favor of Jamestown. They'll go double tights. Jeremiah Sim. Walls playing soft. He's about six to seven yards. One safety deep. Here's Halgo. Stutter steps. Now accelerates inside the numbers of the 50 and gets out of the 47-yard line. And North will take a timeout their second. That'll put Halgo up over the century mark already. He's kind of played the secondary role. He's been really good at 103 yards, but he's playing second fiddle to Peyton Hochalter right now. Timeout presented by West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. We'll keep it here. It's our halftime report coming up, presented by Vision Ford Lincoln on the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboards, 32-14 in favor of Jamestown. Vision Ford Lincoln on the 210 bypass in Wapaden. Proud to sponsor regional high school football and all athletics. Games earlier today, we had two barn burners in the 11B championship. 22-20, Velva, Drake, Animus, and Garrison. 22-20 winners over Central Cast. Squirrels stopped on fourth and goal at the one with about a minute to go. Sells are the big play for the uh, Aggies. They finish at 13-0. Still a heck of a run for Tommy Butler and the Squirrels. They finish at 9-3. And, and then we went overtime with a 9B game. First overtime game in 13 years. New Salem, Omont 28, Cavalier 26 in the extra session. It'll be second and three. Fargo North has another Jamestown 47. 28 seconds to go. Jamestown leading here in this 11A title game, 
Out of the pistol, here's Welk. Looking left, pumps once. Rolling left, now sets up in the pocket, looking for Sim down the left side. He's got it inside the 20, gets free at the 15, to the 10. Back inside, he's got a chance at the 5. Lunges for the goal line, and he's in! It's a touchdown! Holy cow. 46 yards to Sim. He made two moves on that. Inside the 20, coming back to the inside. And there's just one athletic young man just making a play. Boy, the stars are shining in this one, Brad. We talked about Holcalt. We talked about Hago. Everybody in the state knows about Sam, mostly for what he's done basketball-wise, but clearly he's got some skills that carry over very well to the football field as well. 47 on the touchdown. He caught it inside the 20. He made a pair of moves back inside for the touchdown. Here comes the extra point. It is up, and Watson knocks it through. And it's 32-21, so North responds. You talked about guys that are basketball or basketball players coming out for football. You've got Sem for North. you basically got two guys for Shanley with Kraft and Hakim as well. They get them out for football, and usually it's, I know on the Shanley side, talking to Troy Matter, and he says, yeah, some of the kids just trying to encourage them, hey, come out, why not, be with your buddies. Yeah, we want to have a, we want to have a good team. We're going to be better if you're on the team. There's <laughs> no right. question, you know. Everybody on the Jamestown sideline, I'm sure, during that timeout, were, uh, they were talking. I'm assuming Coach Frank and his staff were saying, we know where they're going, guys, but the guy went up and made a, made a great play, Sam did. And I saw him come in as a freshman in a, in a high school basketball game a couple years ago up in Grand Forks, and he scored 29 points. I think he scored 23 or something in the second half. It was unbelievable. So he's uh, he's quite a talent. Like I said, there's, there's that, that's been on, on display here in the first half and got it down to a two-score. So if you did take... The over in 45.5, <laughs> even for the first half, you would be the winner. But, yeah, it, great entertaining. And now is James not going to have time to score here or not? You can't you can't sell them short. Watson with the kick. And over end. It will be returnable back at the four-yard line. Ball is dropped, picked up. Jorison heads left of the 10 to the 15 to the 20. And he's dropped out the 20-yard line. So 15 on the return. It's under the stop for Fargo North. It was, once again, Finn Lynch on the stop. So 13 seconds left. Two timeouts left for Jamestown. We're not We're not, uh, We're not. not going to assume anything at this point, Coach. 32-21 Jamestown. <laughs> I wouldn't, and, and especially since they're starting on, on defense, they might say, let's take a shot here. Uh, and it, judging by how Fargo North is lined up, that's what they think they're going to do. But as I look at it now, they got the tail back deep. They're probably going to say, hey, we're up two scores. Let's get out of here and not throw a pick. And that'll be the case. Holt Coulter will take a knee, and that will end the first half. And, man, we had fireworks aplenty inside the Fargo Dome as things have gotten red hot on a cool and blustery day outside. Jamestown, 26 points in that second quarter, but kudos to Fargo North. They'll get the second-half kickoff and score in the final two minutes on a great athletic play by Jeremiah Sam. As we're at the half, stay tuned. We'll have our halftime report next, presented by Vision 4 Lincoln of the 210 Bypass in Wapaton. Vision Ford Lincoln, proud to sponsor regional high school football and all athletics. Go to drivewithvision.com. On the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard, we are at the half. What a first half. 53 points worth in this 11A title game. Jamestown 32, Fargo North 21. We'll get to our halftime numbers and more after this on 740 The Fan. Halftime report presented by Vision Ford Lincoln of the 210 Bypass in Wapton. I think we need to sit on. We've, uh, we need to take a load off here, Coach. 32-21, Jamestown the lead here at the half. Is, uh, boy, a lot to get to in that first half. But, man, Jamestown with that high-octane offense, you go back to basically two scores off those block punts. Really a big difference in this game, but credit to North. They've uh, 
They've been on the uh, they've been on the ropes a couple of times and have responded each time. Yeah, they haven't panicked, like you said, and, and really that was a potential panic situation there when it's 32-14. They didn't panic. They, uh, you, you made a great point, Brad. They went run the ball on first down. How how that goes maybe determines what you're going to do. Howgo gets a makes a. I thought he made a tremendous run here. Looked to get some yards, got what he could, got out of bounds. You know, yep. and then he, then they banged him for another eight or ten yards the next play, called their timeout, and then they had then they went to, to Sam. So great job calling plays there by, by North. If you're North, you're saying, Hey, we gotta find a way to get some stops here though. We can't give and I saw the I think I told you I saw the fourth quarter of the uh the game in Jamestown. Yeah, yeah, so in three quarters, uh, Jamestown scored uh, what uh, sixty points in three quarters that I've seen them play. They scored twenty eight in the fourth and thirty two here today. So that that's pretty crazy. So uh, North thinking, hey, we got to find a way to slow you down. But uh, Jamestown's going to keep going and keep going with whole culture until uh, North can stop them. Yep. Let's take a look at the team stats here uh, through the first half of play as uh, first downs in the first half. Fifteen. Good heavens for Jamestown. Fifteen <laughs> first downs. And eight for Fargo North in the uh, first half of play. One turnover. It was off a uh, tip ball. It was an interception there by um, Peyton Holkalter. Off a tip ball by Walls. That was the only turnover of the first half. Two penalties, 15 yards for North in the first half of play. And for the Jays, three penalties and 35 yards. Time of possession, 14 minutes, 20 seconds for Jamestown. 9.40 for Fargo North. Take a breath. Because we have a lot of things to get to in our scoring summary. This is going to take a while. As we had 40 points alone in the second quarter, Fargo North got on the board first after Jamestown got a first down. North went four plays, 75 yards in a minute, 25 seconds. Peter Haugo, 22 yards for a score. Extra point by Watson made it 7-0. But Jamestown responded on an 11-play, 83-yard drive. On the next possession, five minutes and eight seconds time elapsed. It was a two-yard touchdown pass on fourth down. As it was, Peyton Holkalter to Nate Walls for the touchdown. The snap was dropped on the extra point, so the try was no good. 7-6 in favor of Fargo North. And then early in the second, Jamestown, after a partially blocked punt, went two plays, 44 yards in 23 seconds as they hit, hit a big one to Walters down to the three. And then a three-two-yard uh, touchdown run by Peyton Holkalter. And the uh, two-point try was no good. 12-7 that came with 11-26 to play. After three and out by North, another block punt. Recovered to the four-yard line. They scored two plays later on a three-yard touchdown run by Hulk Alter. Sarah Sletto's extra point gave the Jays a 19-7 lead. But North responded. They went 83 yards, seven plays in three minutes and 18 seconds. Peter Haugo for 20 yards and a score. That came with 6-0-1 to play in the half. 19-14. Oh, we were far from done, folks. Jamestown comes back, 80 yards in four plays, 38-yard connection from Hulk Alter to Nate Walls for the score. Extra point was missed. It was blocked, 25-14 with 4.45 to play in the second. And then after, I believe that was after the interception, 66 yards in seven plays. Hulk Alter to Jackson Walters for 27 yards. That came with 47 seconds to go in the half, 32-14. But North went three plays, 73 yards. As Halgo got that run for 20-plus, then got one more for seven, and a wonderful play. Jeremiah Sim, 47 yards, made the catch of the 20, made two moves back to the inside, and eventually got to the end zone and scored. 47 yards on the delivery from Welk to Sim, with 17 seconds left. And there you go. We had 53 points, eight touchdowns, 32-21 Jays. (laughs) 
<laughs> catch your breath. Catch your breath is right, Brad, and and and, and plenty of, of plays on crazy plays on special teams too. But if you're north, you say, hey, we our our main guys got over 100 yards rushing. We've scored 21 points in the first half of the state championship game. Normally, you're gonna you're probably ahead and you're feeling good about where you're at. And unfortunately, they're saying we got to get some stops on defense. We talked about there's 13 possessions in the first half. The last one was a kneel down, although nobody really knew for sure if they were going to kneel down or not until they did it. But if you go even 12 possessions, uh, you know, it's been a, a crazy half. And so normally when that happens, things maybe set, will settle down here a little bit in the third quarter. But I don't know. Uh, North's got to find a way to, to contain Peyton Holcalter. They yeah. said they knew that coming in. It's not a surprise. He's very talented. And Jameson's done a good job with some formation, yeah. some things they've done formationally to get him out. They're going to just have to say, we got to account for him with a guy or two and find a way to make somebody else beat us because clearly he can do that on his own. Combined 541 yards of total offense in the first half. 296 for Jamestown, 245 for Fargo North. Peyton Holcalter's 10 of 13 passing, 232 yards, three touchdowns. Ethan Welk for the Spartans, four of seven for 131 on a touchdown. On the ground, Fargo North is run four hundred fourteen yards. Peter Hauko, 12 carries and 103 yards. John Williams, 3 for 10. And Welk, 1 carry, 1 yard. For Jamestown, they have run 22 times for 64 yards. Aiden Braun, 7 for 38. Cole Coulter, 12 for 22 and a pair of short yardage touchdowns. Josh Robertson, 1 for 6. And Jorison, 1 for 3 yards and a team loss of 5. So they have run for... 2.9 yards a carry, 64 yards on the ground. Receiving North, Sam, three catches, 118 yards at a touchdown. One for 13 for the tight end, Joe Rose. Nate Walls, four receptions, 113 yards. It's Walls, not Walters, who's the leading receiver. Four catches, 63 yards for Tyson Jorson. Aiden Braun, one for 29. Jackson Walters, one for 27. And a touchdown for Jamestown. Defensively, Sam Friddle, Finn Lynch. Three solo stops each. Gage Freeberg, four tackles for Jamestown. Jackson Walters with three. Jim Miller picked up a sack as well in the first half. He and Buckmiller with sacks of Holcalter in the first half. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of stuff. And, and the one sack they did, yeah, I think when they got it to third and 16, right? I think that Jamestown came back and got a big chunk and then eventually uh, went in and scored anyway. So when they did get him behind the chains, it didn't really phase Jamestown after their first drive where they punted. They scored five drives in a row, and again, North did a good job of answering. So there's, there's been a ton of fireworks, and, and when you hear those numbers, you, if somebody's just tuning in, they're thinking that's those are game numbers, 118 yards receiving for a guy, you know, five touchdowns for Holcalter, uh, how go over 100 yards, but it's a half. So it's it's been crazy. It's been entertaining. And, and again, the, the advantage for North is, hey, we get the ball to start the half. So they're not going to deviate from what they do, which is get the ball to Haugo, maybe do some play action, and then – Jamestown's saying, hey, we got to get a stop ourselves. We've given them a couple touchdowns and, and keep hammering away. Tom Mouse is the offense coordinator for Jamestown. He's, they do a, a great job. Clearly, they've got some talent, but he does, does some real nice things, and, and they've really made some plays. Some of those catches that the receivers have made have really been outstanding yeah, really. All, all over the field, really both sides. It's been, yeah. a, been a fun game. Kind of feel for Peyton Trogstead. He's had pretty good coverage twice, two, three times. He's getting uh, not much more he could do. It's just receivers making plays. Yeah, and like I said, on the one to Walters, uh, North didn't bring any pressure. They brought three or maybe four, and they dropped everybody in the coverage, and they had them double teamed, and he caught a touchdown anyway. So then, then you're saying, well, well, then we may as well bring it, you know. So it's uh, you get a little, you feel a little bit defenseless sometimes when you're calling defenses and they're scoring. So get settled in on both sides of the ball, and 
And, again, it looks to be an exciting and entertaining second half, and we'll see if things settle down or if we keep heading towards the uh, century mark. Yeah, we'll see. As more to come here in our Vision Ford Lincoln Halftime Report, Jamestown 32, Fargo North 21, as playoff football in the fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. We'll be back with more of our halftime report after this timeout. We're in such a great time of year. Will Thompson producing things at our studios. We've got ADC Volleyball going on at West Fargo and matches earlier today. Davies staying alive, 3-0 over Horace. They'll be in a state qualifier tomorrow, as will Red Rivers. The Riders beat Shanley 3-0. So they'll be in the state qualifier tomorrow. we got the winner's bracket matches with South and West Fargo and Cheyenne and North uh, going on right now. And in Class B, they've got uh, some region matches left. Our Redeemers in rugby, that is the third-place game. And there was 2-0 there. And then they've got some Minnesota playoff football as well. Barnesville and Wheaton, Herman, Norcross winning last night. And uh, we'll have some playoff action tonight as well. Manolman Wobbins in action. Uh, you've got Fertilville Trammy in action. Breckenridge is in action against Minnesota, and boy, the uh, the Minnesota teams in our uh, in our side in our coverage area showing well. DGF play uh, DGF on the spuds tomorrow too. It's a great uh, great time of year. It really is because you, you have the intersection of all the sports going on right now, right? And that uh, the, the the fall sports, as you mentioned, both sides of the river in basketball or in uh, football and volleyball, and then you've got. You got more of the college winter sports starting up, right, with college basketball going. Yep. And, you know, Jack just did a game up in, in Grand Forks today, and hockey's rolling, and, and you know, everybody, men's and women's basketball. And so it's a fun time. It really is. And and you, you keep your fingers crossed that you, you get good weather. And we didn't have the greatest this week. I think it's going to keep getting better. I know UND had a ton of home games this weekend. They're, the concern is can we get everybody into Grand Forks? You yep. know? And uh, I think the Denver hockey team is – at the drive up today from Minneapolis as opposed to flying in, but but uh, it's uh, a great weekend, military appreciation weekend. Obviously, today is Veterans Day, Brad, and so you, you got to remember why we don't have school and a lot of people aren't working today or whatever, and, and honor everyone who's who's been phenomenal for us. So it's a fantastic time of year, and guys are out hunting, people are out hunting as yeah. well. It's 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 open season on everything. It's a fun time and exciting to be part of everything. Yeah. Yeah, of course, next week you'll be here as well for the big game, UND and NDSU, because I'm going to be on the road with the uh, UND women. We're going to keep Jack uh, Jack in, in town, and I'll be headed to Montana and Montana oh State boy. next weekend. So that should be a good trip for as the uh, Fighting Hawks. Nice win. They beat Wyoming today 67-55 to women's yeah. basketball. So yeah. good win for Mallory's team. So are you going to figure out a way to get to the Montana-Montana State uh, football game, or do we do we play on Saturday or do we play Friday? No, it Sunday? is Friday in Bozeman, Sunday in Missoula. Jeez, you're going to have to. Look into that. I, I might have to uh, I, might have to pull some strings here. That's that, a crazy that one. Is everybody I I know the brawl of the wild. Yeah, yep. the brawl of the wild is pretty fun. Of course, they're campaigning to get game day there too, which yep. hopefully they get it there sometime because that would be a phenomenal thing. What a great rivalry that is, and the, obviously the rivalry here next weekend too. It sounds and it sounds like uh, tomorrow on college game day on ESPN, Ray Rushel, who's the 49 year old defensive tackle for NDSCS, has been a great story. I know ESPN has been following him along kind of following him for about the last week or so. I know they were in St. Cloud last week for the MCAC title game. It sounds like there's going to be, it sounds like they've got the story completed on him because I was in contact. I've been visiting with some of these people from ESPN the last couple of weeks. And, and yeah, it sounds like it's going to be tomorrow morning, uh, about, I think in the 9 o'clock hour on college game day. It's, it's a great story if you don't know the story about Ray. He's a heck of a guy. He's a fun guy. And you'll get to hopefully uh, find out a little bit more about him tomorrow. That would that would be fantastic. I can't imagine having played at that age because it wasn't that long ago. But holy cow, that's 
That's phenomenal. I know when I was in college, we had a guy, 28 or 30 year old, that played, yep. and everyone thought he was some old man because <laughs> we were. All, but, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look for that. That'll be great. Yep, is he? He has played some, but he's he's working third shift. He's going to college. He's playing football. I don't know how he does it, but uh, he's he's doing it, and he's having a great time. That'll be on college game day tomorrow. It's our halftime report presented by Vision Ford Lincoln of the 210 Bypass in Wapaton. Drivewithvision.com. North will get the second half kickoff. Winners today, Central Cass falling to Velva Drake, Anaboose Garrison. A great game, 22-20. Aggies win their first title since 2010. Overtime in 9B. New Salem, Almont, their first ever title. 28-26 over Cavaliers. So, you know, heartbreaking for Cavalier. Four straight losses at the Dakota Bowl. Now they're moving up to 11B. They'll play 11-man football at least for the next couple of years. And and here in this one, 32-21. And then tonight, the 11-AA championship with Shanley and Bismarck Century. We'll get to the second half coming up as we will do that. North will get the second half kickoff after this timeout. As the Cota Bowl continues on the fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC, we're back after this break. You're listening to the Dakota Bowl from the Fargo Dome on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. Kickoff taken by Dosh to the 29-yard line on first down. Peter Haugo up over 100 yards in the first half. And he churns his way for four to the 33-yard line. And Haugo... Shaking up a little bit as he has not popped up to his feet. And he is always grimacing a little bit as he is out to the 33-yard line. Head coach Adam Rowland out as well. Check on his uh, standout tailback. And we talked a little bit about it, Tom. A lot of these starters juniors, so we got the wind knocked out of him or whatever the case was, but he's up on his own power. I think he might, might have been the way he was reacting. It was almost like he was trying to catch his breath. Well, that's what you hope it is, Brad. Yeah, hopefully nothing. Wind knocked out and cramps are the best injuries because usually you can come back from those. You can recover from those. You don't want to see anybody uh, get banged up, especially, uh, you know, a, a, an impactful guy like that. But you don't want to see anybody get hurt. So hopefully that's all it is, and he'll be back. Second and six from the 33-yard line for North, heading from left to right. Play action here as well. Rolling from the 25, fires across the middle, intercepted. Jackson Walters the pick, and he's quickly brought down to the 43-yard line on the second North turnover of the game. Jackson Walters talked about 100 tackles, 59 solo stops on defense, and looked like he read his eyes. The pick and quickly down to the 43-yard line, and turnovers. And as Adam Rowland said, when things have gone bad, turnovers have been a big reason why, and they are minus two in the giveaway-takeaway ratio here this afternoon. Yeah, and, and the two blocked punts, are they're not counted as turnovers, but mm-hmm. they're close. Just where they get the ball, especially the second one. On the north 43-yard line, Jamestown four wide to the right, empty set, five wide, four to the right side as they'll fire deep down the left side for Walters. It is a diving attempt, and Sam nearly came up with a diving interception. So he hit the turf, the ball squirted out inside the 10-yard line, incomplete pass. Jamestown put four receivers to one side, as you mentioned, and then said, hey, we're going back to the single receiver side. Uh, but it was the Sem side, and that's a tough that's a tough guy to throw on because he is a long, athletic guy, and, and uh, tough to get one past him. He almost came up with it. Yeah, he's Sim, but outstanding defensive back as he... Back on coverage there as they will see where they line him up. They've got Walters lined up. And they're going to send him wide to the left side. Colton Mews will be tight end right side. And Jamestown with a little bit of confusion there. It'll take a timeout. Another West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center timeout. 11-14 to go. 
Second attempt from the 43-yard line. We will keep it here. West Funeral Home and Life Tribute Center. West Fargo and Castleton. It's the little things that make the difference. So, well, as you mentioned, the two block punts both led to scores. And they got a touchdown off the first interception as well. So you really look at those three mistakes leading to three scores. And now another chance to make it a three-score lead if you can cash in here for Jamestown. Yeah, and that was one of the things that, you know, Coach Roland talked about this week is we can't turn the ball over. The first thing he told me, and, and as you said, they've turned it over there, minus two in that. And, and uh, you know, and for, for North, it was, or for Jamestown, it was a matter of, hey, can we slow down North's running game? They've done a good job there. But uh, now I think, you know, Jamestown getting close to being in four-down territory here. They took a shot on first down, probably going to be look to run it or a little RPO here on second down and, and, and see what can happen. And if you're Norris defense, you're saying we need to get a takeaway here somehow just to get some momentum and get our guys feeling good about when we're on the field that we can get a stop. And, and like I said, a takeaway is the best way to do that if you're on defense. Second and 10 from the 43-yard line of Fargo North, 11-14 third quarter. This is the 11A championship, game three of four. Jamestown 32, Fargo North 21 here in the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. Coverage brought to you by JP2 Catholic Schools by the Lock Shop. Also by Fargo Public Schools as well. Shotgun, handoff, it goes to Braun up the middle to the 40. Gang tackled and to the 39, maybe the 38-yard line. Rowan Johnson, one of the... Fargo North Spartans into the tackle to the 39, so a pickup of four. And third and about six coming here for Jamestown. Holcoulter heading to the sideline. And Tom Maus, who coached for a number of years in Grafton, the offensive coordinator now in Jamestown. And Tom Maus led him to a state title, I'll say, about early 2000, about 2011, if memory serves, 11 or 12. Yeah, I believe you're correct. Right? Yeah, I believe you're correct. I think it was 11, so yeah, great staff. they got tons of experience in the Jamestown staff, yep. and North as well, really. They beat Shanley in 11 that year. Sprint out to the right side, Hulk Alter fires right side. It's caught. It's a completion again to Welk inside the 25, out to the 23-yard line. Another third down conversion there. Good for a Blue Jay first down. So third down conversion, Jamestown now three of six on third down conversion. That's good for 14, and the Jays have their 16th first down of the first half. Or of the, of the game, I should say. Yeah, and again, they just really stress you out with, with the uh, run-pass option and with the multiple receivers and overloading the, your, your defense one side and the other, and it ma- makes it tough on you. And off as they come around to the jet sweep, it is Joris into the 20 as he'll have a first down, brought down outside the numbers as he gets close to the 10-yard line. Nice block to seal things out to the edge for him, and on that jet sweep, good for 13 more. First and goal now for the Jays of the North 10. Well, this isn't a, this isn't the start you're looking for if you're north after getting all that momentum there before the for the end of the half. So again, I got to figure out a way to get get a takeaway here, get, keep him out of the end zone. Backs each side of the quarterback Cole Coulter as they give it to Braun right side as he'll move the pile close to the five yard line. Robertson was the other back throwing a lead block that time. Pick up a four. Braun nine carries 45 yards by our numbers brings up second and goal now for Jamestown. 9.33 to play in quarter number three. Jamestown trying to take advantage after the interception by Jackson Walters. The Jays lead 32-21 in this Class 11A championship game. We're at 740 The Fan, model 7.3 FM and 740thefan.com. It is second down and goal from the four-yard line. Walters, that was his first interception of the year defensively. And we have a whistle and a flag down. All kinds of movement there, and that should... Move the Jays back five, and it looks like it will. Procedure the call against Jamestown. Now four penalties 
for 40 yards. So North Dakota State College of Science, a two-year college with a full college experience helping you prepare for your future and great-paying careers in a wide range of high-demand industries with more than 90 academic options to choose from. They'll help you become career-ready in just two years. Go to ndscs.edu today to schedule your visit or check out that virtual tour. Second down and goal now at the 11-yard line for Jamestown from the north 11-yard line. Back to throw, Hulk Alter fires to the end zone, knocked away for Walters, incomplete. There's contact. And there'll be a flag. Ethan Welk on coverage. I think they'll get him for pass interference. Boy, that looked like pretty good defense from up here, Brad. It really did. He timed it up well, and both guys went up and made a play. Maybe he got the right arm around his waist, but that's pretty good defense. Tough call there. Yeah, it really is. It is not an automatic first down, but it is half distance to the goal, so it'll move it just outside the five-yard line. It'll be second down and goal from about the five and a half. 8.54 to play here in quarter number three. Three receivers here to the near side. Walters press coverage with Welk. Off of the far side of the field. Movement. North stays onside. Quarterback keeper at his Hulk Halter. Inside the five as he's hauled down to about the three. So Hulk Halter picks up three. Third and goal coming here. Actually, second in, we'll check on the... Uh, no, it's third, you're right. It is and, third down. And All that, right. that's what makes the penalty so huge, not only the yards, but you, the downs as well. Even though it's not an automatic first down, it's it's they got second down over, and instead of it being third and goal from the 10, now you're inside the two, three, you know, three-yard line. You can really call whatever you want here if you're Tom Mouse. Two backs will be both to the left of Holcalter in the gun. Three receivers set. You figure sprint out left side. Here it goes. Here's Holcalter to the 10. Now they've got him bottled up. Flag is down. Throws a jump ball to the end zone. It is tipped and incomplete. So penalty flag is down. I'm guessing it's going to be a hold against Jamestown. Is kind of a dangerous pass by Holcalter. Just threw that one. It was through a whole sea of hands. Four or five different players there. It's going to be a hold against the Blue Jays. So 10 yards from the spot of the foul, and they will lose about 17 yards there. Back to the 20-yard line, brings up third and goal from the 20. Yeah, they call it on the running back. That was a good call. You could see the you could see the outside linebacker getting grabbed, but like you said, it's kind of a risky throw there, really, instead of just eating it and uh, doing whatever. Now you, you, you run the risk of throwing a pick, but they got third and a bunch now. North dials up a blitz, rolling right. Holcalter fires across his body and is intercepted. Picked off Jim Miller at the 10-yard line and down to the 15. So the Spartans dial up a blitz, forcing a hurry throw. Holcalter throws the pick, intercepted by the linebacker as Miller drifted back in coverage. The pick and the return to the 15. And the Spartans needed a stop, and they get it with 8.01 to go in the third. Well, the cardinal rule is you don't, when you're a quarterback, you don't throw the ball late across the middle, uh, across your body. And he did all three of those things. Now, Peyton Holcalter <laughs> hasn't done much wrong, so I'm not going to sit here and second-guess him a whole bunch. But really, that was a, you know probably an ill-advised throw. He's trying to make a play, and he's made a ton of them. But that's a t- if you're going to do that, you'd rather throw it to the to the corner of the end zone or n- near the, near the out-of-bounds line. That's really two throws in a row that weren't probably real high-percentage throws. First and 10, 15-yard line, handoff John Williams gets to the outside of the 20, stays on his feet, nice move as he was able to kind of nimbly work away around a pair of defenders, and Williams out to the 26-yard line, that's good for a Fargo North first down, an accent catching in Bath first down, 
As Williams, nice change of pace there. Back is Williams. Williams on the carry. And he's bottled up again. Does fall forward. So Hargo was shaken up earlier. Nine-yard line. So pickup. So pickup of 11. Two brings up third and Williams seven now. Four carries and 21 yards. And first down for at the 26. And Hargo down is Gall still not in there. For the Jeeps down back Blue to the right of Welcome the pistol. Double tight. out. Play clock is down to eight. Five man front for Jamestown. Give off the middle on the carry as Williams falls forward. Playing a full size to the 27 yard line. Spartan looks like one of the offensive friends at NDSES. You can take classes in Wapit and Fargo or online. Your future starts at NDSES. No college is an investment in your future. They provide affordable tuition and more than a million dollars in scholarships to students. Yeah, I talked to mdscs.edu today to schedule well your visit, but or check out their virtual and, and tour. Ethan were born. I was coaching in Jamestown, and serious quick and, uh, in about two years. Big deal then. Hard to believe those guys are seniors. Science. So it's uh, uh, their unfortunately part of the game. You hope I'm not 100 sure who this is. It's, it. uh, it's it's one of the offensive linemen. Is it 63? I can't really tell for sure, but you hope he's he's all right. And I think, like you said, I think Haugu's probably going to be okay. And you want to keep everybody healthy here in these games. Timeout with the injury. West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center timeout. 6.48 third quarter. Jamestown 32, Fargo North 21 as we are in the it is 63. Jordan Zander is the injured Spartan, and he is up, up off on his own power. We'll take a – actually, we'll keep it here. 6.48 to go in the third. Fargo North left third and seven from the 29-yard line. North coming in at seven and four. One, two road games is the five seed. Interesting, Valley City was the one seed in the QRF, took a couple of uh, losses late in the year to South and then to Grand Fork Central, slid to four, North ended up five and took care of the Highliners and our tribal Fargo South in the Civil War Part Two in the uh, semifinals a couple of weeks back. Actually, last week, beg your pardon. So Williams to the left of Ethan Welk in the gun, a wing on the right side. Sem wide to the near side, single coverage out there is back to throw. Welk, he'll fire right side. It is bobbled and incomplete off the hands of Jeremiah Sem and incomplete. Nate Walls on coverage for the Blue Jays, and that will be a three and out here for Fargo North. So three and out, punt muted out, as it'll be Jim Miller to punt. He's back inside the 15 and around the 14-yard line. Jorison back deep. Also back for Jamestown. Caleb Sheely is back at around the 44. Snap a good one and gets the kick away. Line drive kick. Jorison will let it bounce, and it'll roll across the 35. It'll be tapped out at the 34-yard line. Down by Ethan Turner is out to the 434-yard line with 6.20 to play here in quarter number three. We have a moment here. Let's pause for station identification. Pause for station ID. It's quotable coverage here on the fan. to play. So 6.20 to go. It'll be first and 10. Jamestown has it on their 34-yard lines. This is KNFL Fargo, 740 the fan, 107.3 FM. Brown, right side. Braun at the 35 of the numbers. Bouncing off of contact, close to a first down as Aiden Braun gets out to the 43-yard line. So, nice pick up there. Picks up nine, brings up second and short. The Turner and Miller on the stop for the Spartans. will bring up second and a yard as we're halfway through this third quarter, 32-21. Each team with a turnover. 
in this third quarter. Jim Miller with an interception to end a Blue Jay drive after Walters had his first pick of the year. Four receivers wide to the left side, empty set. Five wide, four up on the line for North. Quick pass, quick slant, caught. First down, 50-45 on the catch, breaking a tackle to 40, getting free to the 35-yard line as the catch and run for Colton Muse, his first catch of the day, and he gets out of the North 34-yard line. That connection is good for 23 yards and a first down for the Jays. Again, four receivers on one side. They go back to the single receiver side there, and they go to Muse, who they've been playing. They, he's been playing some tight end. They move him around all over the place. Now, again, that's what makes... Jameson hard to prepare for, I would think, because they do so many formations with the same guys. And they, you know, he had a wide open slant back there. It was a, it was an easy throw and catch, and got them in good field position. Miller checks out for Fargo North. They get another defensive back in there. Handoff up the middle. It is Braun again. Braun up the right hash, close to the 30 yard line for a pickup of about four. As Aiden Braun, 11 carries, very effective, 58 yards on the ground for the Jays. Look at the team stats right now. Jamestown, 367 yards of total offense. They have run for 96, averaging about three and a half yards per carry. Empty set here, four line, quick slant again. Muse, same play as before, but dropped this time incomplete. Welk with some contact there. The ball sailed by and incomplete. We'll bring up third and about six with 439 to go in the third. Yeah, I think if you're Fargo North there, you're, you're going to have to do something a little bit different on the back side of that because it's uh, they're really playing off, and the slant is, is really just there for them. They're going to have to play some kind of press coverage or get some kind of two-on-one back there. And, again, that's hard to hard to do that. You can't hardly put two guys back there because they have four receivers here, and you got to count for hole culture. So, again, really a difficult team to, to defend if you're North trying to defend Jamestown. But they're going to have to do something a little bit different because that's too easy of a – too easy of a throw, too easy of a route to run when, when you're playing that far off with that much space. And uh, Muse got banged up a little bit. Ho- again, hopefully he's okay that we uh, see him back in here as well. Holcalter, 12 of 19, 271 yards and three touchdowns. He's also one for the other two scores. Third and six here for Jamestown as they have it on the Fargo North 30-yard line, leading by 11 here in this 11A title game. Back to throw Holcalter. The Spartans dial up a blitz down the middle for Walters incomplete. Safety help over the top from Dodge. Tried to get it over the linebacker as well as they drifted a linebacker back in coverage. Brings up fourth down. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, Dodge was in coverage over the top. I think if he'd have been looking for the ball, he might have had a chance to pick that potentially. But he, his eyes were on on Walters, which is a good idea because he's an explosive, dynamic guy. And, and, and Jamestown's going to go for it on fourth down. And why wouldn't he? You're on the 30-yard line. Sixth play of the drive, four receivers to the left. Muse wide to the right side, empty set. We'll see what the Spartans do. They will rush a late blitz with five pass, quick screen, caught at the 30-yard line. Broad is stopped at the 29-yard line. North comes up with a stop. Great open field tackle by Ethan LaTurner and a short pickup, and the Jays give it up on downs with 425 to play in the third. So Braun the catch and... Well, we talked about 13 total possessions in the first half, and we had, what, eight total touchdowns, seven and a half minutes in this game and no points. Seems like uh, like a long stretch of time. Yeah, it really does. And, and like I mentioned at halftime, it, it's not surprising for whatever. I'm, You know, I, that that seems to happen more times than not where a, a big offensive first half things slow down in the second half and vice versa uh after halftime for a variety of reasons mostly because you're dealing with 15 to 18 year olds probably low snap down to the uh down to the turf and 
Welk will fall on it back at the 26-yard line. So a loss of about four there. And they'll able to live to see another down here as bring up second and 14. They've had several of those. That's the second or third one this half already, Brad. So uh, they're uh, living on the edge with those. And so you want to get that cleaned up if you're north because you don't want to turn it over uh, without even without Jamestown having to do anything but fall on the football. Peter Howe go back into the game at tailback. They'll send the receivers tight in the formation. A pair of them left side. Miller, the fullback, play action. They might roll out for Miller. They do. Swing pass to the fullback. Miller, the catch, and a short pickup for the 27-yard line. Came across the formation in a little swing pass there. Miller, his first catch, brings up third and long as north behind the chains here in this series. Yeah, it was a play action, and like you said, Miller, the fullback, they slipped him through. Meisner, uh, Noah Meisner, the, the linebacker safety for Jamestown, Really good, good discipline, good eye discipline there. Again, another sophomore that uh, that Jamestown's got in the lineup and made a good open field tackle on a, on a big, strong back Miller there. Third and 13 for North of their own 27-yard line. Shotgun snap, and the play will be halted. Penalty flag down. This will back up the Spartans a little bit further, it appears. That will make it third and 18 now. Procedure call five yards against North. The Spartans' second penalty of the half. And now four penalties for 25 yards. Three minutes right now, third quarter. Jamestown 32, Fargo North 21. So far, a scoreless third quarter. And for a second quarter, that saw 40 points. North had a brief 7-0 lead. 7-6 after one. Welk back to throw inside the 20 in trouble. He'll be sacked back inside the 15 of the... 13-yard line, the sack to Josh Robertson. So Robertson came inside and brings up fourth down here as North will be forced to kick. He came actually came off the edge, it appeared, and a sack back and a loss at the 13-yard line. Yeah, brought the extra rusher off the edge, and that was Robertson. Again, another underclassman, a lot of those in this game, and uh, really gets North in a tough spot. Miller with the kick, end over end. Jorison back deep, as a Sheely, makes the catch of the 48-yard line. 45 comes near side, outside the numbers, and is tackled at the 40-yard line. Sam Friddle on the stop for the Spartans. So 2.06 to go here in quarter number three, and Jamestown offense back to work, 32-21. Again, our final game of the night. Pre-game will be about 6.20, 6.40 on the scheduled kickoff. Shanley and Bismarck Century. The Deacons, who are the number three seed, took care of Minot and then won at Mandan with a big second-half rally to get to the Dome. And how about the A-seeded Century Patriots taking out Cheyenne and Davies? First and 10, 40-yard line. Three receivers set. Back to the right side is Braun. Rolling right. Sprint out is Holcalter. Pops once. He lost the ball. It is loose, and the ball rolls out of bounds. They're going to say an incomplete pass. The official signaling, and his arm did go forward. And so I don't know if he just, if he... He just lost the handle of it, or if he was going to try to pump fake, or what exactly it was. I think he tried to pull it back. And Yeah, he did. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, uh, I guess technically his arm was going forward. If you're Fargo North there, you want to go get on that ball, though, because you never know, and it was a late whistle. 
by the officials. So you talk about the balance. You talk about North Valley City, Red River, Jamestown, mm-hmm. and South. Obviously, Wapaton, Grand Forks Central beat Valley City. It was a great division, and you're getting the same thing in the in the Double A class as well. Ron on the carry gets outside 35, has some room at the corner 30, 25, and is forced out of bounds inside the 25 to about the 22 yard line. Forced out by Finn Lynch. They'll mark him out of the 23. So Braun able to get to the outside. Good for 17. Another Blue Jays first down. Unofficially 19 on the game. Yeah, he's he's really shown some good things. Braun um, has, as I said, I think he was hurt for a while earlier this year. So he's back. He's got fresh legs, and he's he's a really a good changer for as much as they throw, and they've made big plays throwing. He's been a, a, a really good changer for their ground game to, to keep North uh, honest, and they can't just concentrate on, on whole culture in the passing game. A motion drawn out of the backfield, empty, empty set, four wide. It's like Walters tight end left side. Handoff, it is Holcalter. Is Holcalter to the 20, and that's as far as he'll get. Maybe, well, they're going to mark him just outside the 20, so a pickup of two. Laturner into the stop for Fargo North. Pickup of two, 15 carries, 25 yards for Pey- uh, Peyton Holcalter. He is now thrown for 272 yards. Inside of 90 seconds to go. So far, a scoreless third quarter. Still 32-21 in favor of Jamestown. Play clock is down to 18. Second and eight from the Fargo North 21-yard line. Four-man front. Two backs in there. One each side of Holcalter in the gun. They give Robertson up the middle, and he gets out to about the 18-yard line. Pickup of three. Brings up third and about five as we're inside of a minute to go in quarter number three here. Yeah, things have definitely slowed down. You might need a Mountain Dew here, Brad. I don't know, but uh, before, it's all, before it's all said and done. But, again, can North make another stop on D is the question. For Jamestown, hey, can we score and get this thing back up to three scores this Third game? down, Hulk Alter, a wide open man, able to make an adjustment. Jackson Walters with the catch. He had to kind of reach behind him to make the grab, and as a first down, knee went down at the 11-yard line. Good for a first down. So seven on the connection there. And will bring up first down. Another accent kitchen and bath first down. Yeah, confusion on the on the coverage there, no question. He was wide open, and... Whole culture was even indicating that was, was a very good throw. He was pointing to his receiver. He makes a good throw. It's a touchdown because there's nobody around him at all. So they confused him with the route. Right? They ran like a scissors route where the two receivers are changing routes, exchanging routes, and it makes it tough on, on the DBs. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. Backs each side of Hulk Alter. They give to Braun. Tries the right side. Now cuts back inside. Bottled up to about the 10. Pickup of a yard. That will be the final play of quarter number three here at the Fargo Dome. And after... A wild first half, a scoreless third quarter, believe it or not. As each team, Walters had a pick. Jim Miller had a pick for Fargo North. And the Blue Jays knocking on the doors. They're in the red zone. As three quarters in the books here on the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. Game three from the Fargo Dome. Three of four in Dakota Bowl 30. It's Jamestown 32, Fargo North 21. Championship football, the fan presented by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade fourth quarter after this on the fan. With Tom Tosh, I'm Brad Anderson, Will Thompson producing things at our studios. 32-21 Jamestown as we head to the north end zone. Blue Jays have second and nine from the 10. On the keeper, Holcalter escapes a tackler, heads left to the five, trying to get to the outside. He does, and he finds the end zone for a Jamestown touchdown. Nifty footwork by Holcalter, his third rushing touchdown of the game. Now a three-score lead for the Jays at 38-21. 
Yeah, that's a big score there because whoever scores first is going to have a huge part in uh, how the rest of the game goes. As you mentioned, Brad, that, that becomes a three-score game now if you're Jamestown. If North could have found a way to score first, it's down to a one-score game. And now they got a real battle on their hands. Sledo with the extra point. Line set, snap, spot placement, kick is up, and it is good. Just clearing the crossbar and good. So Jamestown goes 40 yards. And they have the lead to 18 with 11.54 to go here in the fourth quarter. Time out of the field. 39-21, Jamestown with the lead. Kickoff coming up here in half a minute. Josh and the kickoff return across the 15, 20, 25, 30, outside 35, and gets out to the 40-yard line. 40-yard drive for Jamestown in 2 minutes and 12 seconds. It was Holkalter in from 10 yards on the touchdown. Makes it 39-21. As we get rolling here in the fourth quarter, and that unofficially is a five-play drive, so 11-48 to go, and North has responded. Each time Jamestown's kind of had inklings of pulling away. Good return here as... Close to 30 on the return. First to 10 Spartans from the 40-yard line from the right hash. Out of the pistol. Welk gives to Peter Halko. Oh, no, he won't. Play will be stopped as this may back up north here. Could be a procedure. And it looks like that'll be the case. Ball start the offense. Five-yard penalty. Still first down. That moves it back to the 35-yard line. Well, that goes against what one of the things that Coach Roland mentioned before the game, we got to get in front and stay in front of the chain. So you get a great kickoff return there, and then you, you automatically put yourself at first and 15. And it's critical now that North wants to have a chance at this. They're going to have to respond and score here. I don't feel like they have to really speed up yet, but yeah, like I said, it has to be pretty precise. First and 15 from the 35 yard line, down the line of the option. It is well. Pitch man, it's Halco, gets it to the 40, outside stiff arm, 45 across midfield. Knocked out of bounds by Walls as he gets out to the 45, make it Walters that knocked him out. Well, the option pitch, good for 20 and a first down for Fargo North. Another accent kitchen in math first down. That's a good way to make up a first and 15. Get a little speed option out there. Good good patience by Welk on the option. He didn't panic and tuck it up like some guys do. He didn't panic and pitch it too early, which isn't good. He, he let it string all the way out. They kept a good pitch relationship with the running back and the quarterback and got a big chunk. First and 10, 45-yard line. Handoff, go again. He is stacked up, maybe to the line of scrimmage and that's about it Bo Nelson Colton Mews got him up low Bo Nelson got him up top Bo the uh, son of coach Bill Nelson has no gain there to the 45 yard line unofficially for Halgo we have him at 15 for 127 the official numbers have him so they've got him bottled up yeah, looks like yeah about 15 for 127 actually 15 for 119 is where they have him at Second attempt from the 45. 11 minutes to go here in the fourth. 39-21 Jamestown of the 11A title game. Fullback plunge goes to Jim Miller. And Miller twisting his way. Left hash. And gets to the 43-yard line. Gage Freeberg into the stop for the Jays. Brings up third down and eight. Real close to twisting out of that one and, and busting it. Jim Miller was. But again, good tackle by the Blue Jays. They've done a, they really have done a, a nice job tackling in the open field. Really, both teams really have. Uh, it's just been uh, a lot of uh, pretty good runs, but I think there's no doubt that North down three scores with 10 minutes left is in four down territory. So they got an open playbook here. They don't have to 
They don't have to throw it in third and eight. They can run it and give themselves a manageable fourth down. James Sand will take a timeout of the second charge timeout to the Blue Jays, and we'll do the same. A West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center timeout. 10.29 to go fourth quarter. It's Jamestown 39, Fargo North 21. We'll be back after this on 740 The Fan. This is the Dakota Bowl on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. Inside Gate City Bank Field at the Fargo Dome. Blustery day outside. Well, I say Grand Forks got a little bit more snow than we did here. It was kind of more ice than snow, but out west, New Salem was going to take that first place trophy back and try to dig out out of about 16 inches of snow. If not more, Bismarck got socked along other locales, so we hope you are safe and nice and warm wherever you might be here. We'll bring you coverage all day long of Dakota Bowl 30. Love a title game. Jamestown leads 39-21. Fargo North is third down and eight from the Blue Jay 43-yard line. Sem wide to the right sides. They bunch a pair of receivers in Miller, the wing back on the right side of the formation as well. Peter Haugo to the left of Welk in the gun. Back to throw Welk from midfield. He gets hit as he delivers that pass. It is incomplete. Underthrown as he got drilled incomplete. As he got blasted. I think it was Gage Freeberg again. Make it... Uh, Fred Anderson, 58, I believe, that got to him. And that was the case. Yeah, he fought off his blocker. He was able to get to Welkin incomplete. Fourth down of the Spartans. Down by 18 here late. Will go. No, I think you're right. I think it was Freeberg and Ethan Gall. Okay, from, there from we James go. Stein. Right. Yeah, those two uh, really bringing some pressure there and, and playing some games up front. Well, fourth down, they got to go for it now. Yep, one safety deep right now as they have five up in the line to the Jays on fourth down. Rolling right is Welk looking, fires on the run, and too tall, intercepted, picked off. So Coulter again down the sidelines of the 45 midfield. 45 still going at the 40 and down to the 38-yard line. What hasn't he done today? <laughs> His second interception... As Holcalter, the return to the north 39-yard line, so a little over 20 on the return as he picked it off, actually right at the 30-yard line, so 31 on the return. Jamestown giveaway-takeaway ratio. They are two to the good right now with 10-12 to play. Boy, you've got a feeling this is a chance here perhaps for the Jays to salt this one away. If they can take care of business here from the north 39-yard line, leading 39-21. to First and 10 for Jamestown of the Spartan 39. Backs each side of Holcalter in the gun. As on the carry, handoff up the middle. It goes to Robertson. Not much doing there. There's a whole host of Spartans. Bottle them up there. Sam Frittle, one of them. Rowan Johnson as well in among uh, the Spartans into the tackle. No gain. Brings up second and ten. Yeah, good smart play by uh, the Blue Jays. You know, run the ball, get the clock running, which is the clock is certainly their ally right now. So they're going to be smart with that. That's not to say they're not going to throw it because they obviously got a ton of confidence in their in their passing game. But they're they get the clock running now. They're letting the play clock get down, run some more time off the clock, and you know again have the full array of what you want to do offensively. 412 yards total offense for Jamestown now. Quick pass out. Jorison the catch has a couple of blockers outside. 35 inside the numbers. Twisted and down. Jeremiah Sim. One of the Spartans into the tackles. They'll get it out to the 34-yard line, maybe even the 33. So Jorison, another grab, brings up third and manageable. Third and four coming here for the Blue Jays. That threw a little bubble screen there. Good blocking on the perimeter. Essentially, that becomes a toss sweep is really what that is. And that's, you know, 
been a big part about of just about everybody's offense nowadays is is the is the uh, the bubble screen and it, like I said it's toss sweep is essentially what it is you're getting the ball in the perimeter in a hurry you're getting into your playmakers and you don't have to block a ton of people up front you just got to get some good blocking on the edge and you got a chance to gain yards third and four at the 33 yard line handoff Braun up the middle lowers his head close to a first down looks like he may have it no nope, he'll be shy at the 30 yard line. So brings up th- fourth and about a yard here for Jamestown. Yeah, they're no doubt they're in four-down territory here, so they run it on third down. Again, run the clock, knowing that, hey, if we have to go for it, they're probably going to run whole call right here, I would think. So they go tight formation now on fourth and a yard. Hard count, trying to get movement as they went tight formation. So Fargo North almost went like a goal-line defense, put about seven to eight in the box, and Jamestown moved well they got they got movement <laughs> i saw what they were looking for though not the one they were looking for no no they've uh it was the same same thing they scored on mm-hmm. in uh in the first half i think the center might have moved moved the ball a little bit to be honest with you brad and, and sometimes in that situation you're telling your center hey you aren't snapping the ball no matter what sometimes you tell them snap it if the guy's in the neutral zone all in high school i don't know why you do that you just would freeze and, and make them uh make them wait and now they they took the penalty again at the 35 they're still going for it they're still four down territory here fourth and six of the 35 walters takes the handoff they want to throw back and they do looking for hulk alter he's got it at the 30 down the sidelines 25 20 15 10 5 and making a receiving touchdown so that's the only thing he hasn't done i guess and now he's done it (laughs) 35 (laughs) yards touchdown blue jays 45 21 as walters Took the handoff, coming in motion, a throwback to the quarterback, Hulk Alter. He has three rushing touchdowns. He's thrown for three. He has now caught one. 35 yards and a score, 45-21, Jamestown. 236, he lapsed on that drive. 39 yards and 236. Here's Sledo with the extra point. Snap, spot, placement, kick is up, and it is good again. They're not getting style points on those extra points, but they're counting. That's all that matters. So that goes, was it 35, I believe it was, on that throw. Yeah, they got backed up the 35 yards to Hochalter for the score. And the Jays might have put them away. 7.36 to go here on the fourth. It is on the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard. 46-21, Jamestown leading Fargo North. Kickoff after the short break here on the fan. Four plays. 39 yards in 2 minutes and 36 seconds on the option pass. Walters to Holkalter for the touchdown. 46-21, 7.36 to play here in this one as Jamestown coming in 9-2. and two. And a one-point loss at Wapaton in late September and then a couple of weeks later got thumped by Valley City, but that might have been the wake-up call they were looking for as Kickoff coming here from the 40-yard line. There's the boot, end over end, as it'll be Dosh on the return to the 10-yard line. Up the numbers, 15, 20, 25, outside of the 30. As he was able to hop out of a would-be tackle and gets out to about the 34-yard line. Breitenbach on the tackle as gets out of the 34-yard line. So that's where the Spartans will go back to work. Fargo North 7-4, back of the title game for the first time since 2000. Won the state title back in 2000. First to 10 here for North from the 34-yard line. Preston Gall getting some some air time on the, on the big screen. Uh, again, the uh, 
the wide receiver DB from uh, Jamestown High School or tight end. Yeah, had a terrible injury last weekend. Broken kneecap. Yeah, broken kneecap. And it, I talked to his dad. According, it happened while he when he jumped. It was a non-contact. Mm-hmm. As crazy as that sounds, so so he'll be a, a happier guy uh, now that they're they got a two state championships in two years. After this one, unless something crazy happens here in the last seven minutes. Fullback plunge for Miller as he's hit for a loss back at the 33-yard line as clock ticks away. Seven minutes right now here in the fourth quarter. It'll be second down and 11 from the 33-yard line. Double tight ends for Fargo North. Joe Rose to the left. Carter Zeller to the right side. Back of the pistol. Low snap. Dug out by Welk. Sprint out left side. Fires for sound. Makes the catch. Gets a pass. One man. 45. Comes back inside, gets away from another man, and gets into Jamestown territory at the 46. Bobbing and weaving through defenders. That's good for 21. First down, Fargo North. Yeah, he sure is an athletic guy, and he's slippery. Gets out of gets out of trouble and gets out of out of tackles on his long touchdown. He had to do the same thing, cut back. Which sometimes when you're a coach, you're holding your breath when you see that because the ball can get popped loose, but. When a guy's that talented and you're down a bunch, you want to find ways to make some plays. Algo motions to the backfield on first down. Welk back to throw. He'll fire down the middle. Man's open. There's the tight end. He's got it inside the 20. Is the catch made by Carter Zeller. His first catch of the afternoon inside the 20 and down into the Jamestown red zone at the 18-yard line. That's good. Actually, the 17s. They hit the tight end down the seam for 29. Just like that, north in business. Yeah, ran a little motion with Halgo, and and you got Sam as well. And so when that happens, when you, when when those guys are getting a big chunks yard, you can find somebody who maybe gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. And as you mentioned, that was was Zeller right up the right up the seam and made a good throw and catch. Speed option pitch outside. Here's Halgo breaks the tackle, 15, and gets down to the five yard line. Another first down here for the Spartans as ran that option well. With their first down, Jackson Walters into the tackle. I have 16 carries, 139 for Peter Halgo. Up over 1,200 now in the season. And first and goals, the Spartans quickly downfield as they have on 61 yards so far and done it in less than two minutes. Very good tackle by Jackson Walters to get Halgo down in the open field one-on-one when he's got a head of steam. We've seen him have some big chunk runs here today, and that's Tells you what kind of football player Jackson Walters is to get him down in that situation. First and goal at the five, rolling right as well. Penalty flag down, pass tipped as was tipped on its way to the end zone and incomplete. I'm going to say an illegal shift or illegal motion the way it looked to me there, Brad, on the offense. 540 to play as we'll wait on the, uh, on the penalty call here. 46-21 Jamestown as Fargo North has been held scoreless. It was 49-21 of the... Regular season matchup back on October 20th in Jamestown as they play at uh, University of Jamestown in the uh, stadium, new stadium, but a couple of years old now. So a five-yard penalty will back it up as a penalty against the Spartans as they have been called for four penalties, 20 yards here in the second half, six for 35 on the game. We'll make it first and goal to 10, 5.40 to play. And in our post-game report, post-game brought to you by Essentia Health and also brought to you by Titan Machinery. It'll be first down, first and goal from the 10. Welk back to throw from the 15. Fires left side to the end zone for Sem, incomplete. Walls back at coverage there for Jamestown. We had two tight games in the first ones earlier today. Velva Drake, Anibus Garrison, edging central cast. Came down to fourth and goal at the one. With about a minute to play. 
Hagee stumped the Squirrels 22-20, and then overtime in the nine-man game in 9B. New Salem Almont, Steve Kleinton's team 28-26 over Cavalier. Yeah, good to see. I was, uh, went to college with Steve and I. were roommates one year in college at Dickinson State, so it's good to see. I know they've had a lot of good teams. I think this is first state championship. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. so uh, great to see. John Williams on the carry up the middle, trying to escape an ankle tackle. He gets back out to the four-yard line, so a pickup of six. Williams was spelled Hogo at times today, seven carries and 30 yards, and third and goal coming here for Fargo North. Jackson Walters on the stop for the Blue Jays. The clock continues to tick away with 5.15 to play. You can see why the uh, North Spartans have had a good running attack, rushing attack all year long. Those, the, the old line does a good job, tight ends, and then a couple powerful downhill backs, you know. And it's just, uh, Jamestown's very good on defense. they got a lot of guys that are, uh, got some physicality to them, but just the athleticism and the way they run around and tackle in the open field is very impressive. They will spread the tight ends out. They're going to put both tight ends in the slot each side, and Jamestown... We'll take a timeout, their third and final timeout. West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center timeout. 4.55 to play fourth quarter. It's Jamestown 46, Fargo North 21. Is a timeout brought to you by West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center. It's the little things that make the difference. Playoff football on the fan brought to you from the Dakota Bowl by Luther Family Buick GMC. We are professional grade. We'll be back after this short timeout, back in 30. Big sponsors of our uh, fan vehicle. We appreciate uh, our sponsors of our 740, the fan vehicle. They include Tommy's Express Car Wash, Satellite Solutions, among others. It'll be third down and goal from the four, along with Muscatel Ford. On the option here as well, Kill tuck it under, take it himself, and in for a Fargo North touchdown. Little chess match there by Fargo North. They got into a spread set with, as you mentioned, the tight ends, backs, everybody was out, and then they... They come back after Jamestown calls timeout, and they schemed them up on that, and they got the two tight ends and two backs and ran a little speed option. So, again, they, they, they've done a good job offensively. They moved the ball well. It's just been not being able to slow down the, the Jamestown offense at all has been the uh, has really been the Achilles heel for North today. Four-yard touchdown for Welk. Extra point coming as that is knocked in good by Max Watson, four for four on the kicks today as he knocks in the extra point, 66 yards in two minutes and 45 seconds. Four-yard touchdown run, and we'll break once more. 4.51 to go here in the fourth quarter. On the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard, Jamestown 46, Fargo North 28. Kickoff coming up after this short timeout. We're back in half a minute. It's our coverage brought to you by Red Wing Shoes, Blackbird Woodfire Pizza, the lock shop. Central Cass Public Schools, Fargo Public Schools, among others. 66-yard drive for North in two minutes and 45 seconds. Welk, a four-yard touchdown run. It is now 46-28 in favor of Jamestown. As here comes the kick from Watson towards the far side and down to the 30-yard line, sliding catch made there fair catch almost by Sheely as he slid down to one knee in the ground with 451 to play so Jamestown back to work here is check the updated offensive uh, numbers here but Jamestown was well up over 420 yards at last look now 46 28 456 yards of total offense here for the Blue Jays and North hasn't been bad 340 yards no they really haven't 28 points and what, what, 340, 50 yards in a state championship game. You're going to take that most times, but they just haven't been able to, to get any stops. Braun on first down as he churns his way up the middle between the hash marks to the 34-yard line. 
And give it to Robertson. Check that on the carry as he'll get out to the 34 as he has four carries, 13 yards. And Spartans are going to take, take their timeouts. So they'll take their first 445 to play. We'll keep it here with the timeout presented by West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center. And little things make the difference as Peter Hago, 16 carries, 134 yards, pair of touchdowns for Fargo North today. Aiden Braun, officially 15 carries, 80 yards. Peyton Holcalter, 15 of 24 passing, 285 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He also has a 35-yard touchdown reception. He has intercepted two passes. He has run for two touchdowns. He might have even sold some concessions, and we we when we didn't catch it. I'm well, not quite if you, sure. If you've got him in your fantasy team for the the <laughs> Dakota Bowl, pretty good chance you're probably winning that one because uh, I don't know what that would compute out to. I'm sure my, I could have my son take, figure would, that out, yeah, but I, that that's a ton of points. And yeah, he, he's really a weapon, and a lot of good players around him. You know, the offensive line does a phenomenal job, as I mentioned. Tom Mouse, the offense coordinator, and their whole staff really does a good job formationally. You can tell they got veteran guys. They, they do a lot of shifts and stuff, and there really has been hardly any confusion at all. they just very well-oiled machine. Quarterback keeper, it is Hoke Alter into the pile. Left hash, 35 out to the 36-yard line. So he'll pick up two more, and Adam Rowland will take his timeouts right now. Can't take him home with you. And- Second timeout for Fargo North, but I've got to think in Dakota Bowl history, if you had a guy that it's thrown, run, and caught a touchdown. And intercepted. Two and passes. picked off, too. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that's ever happened before. Maybe it has. It's been going on for a long time. You, there's been some shootouts in some of the some of the nine-man games and stuff, but still, that's a pretty remarkable pretty re- remarkable day. And, and, and like you said, in, in a real balanced division, when, you know, mm-hmm. you look at the like, you know, the top five teams are somewhat interchangeable. And as we talked, you know, Wapiton beat Jamestown, which that's a little bit of a head-scratcher how that one occurred. But Wapiton obviously had good enough players. And then Central beat Valley City, and Central had a good team. So it's good balance. And so for one guy to really dominate like that is really uh, pretty amazing. And uh, But, again, credit to the to the guys around him, credit to the staff, and certainly Peyton Holcalder, just a heck of a heck of a football player. Yeah, just looking at some of the uh, some of the records here as far as individual records and so we think of most touchdowns we've had well we have six rushing touchdowns Kyle Steffes has that record back in 2001 most touchdowns we'll get to that here in a second as Holcalter on the carry goes to the outside of the numbers and all the first down to the 41 yard line we may have perhaps an answer to our question as a first down there is sprint out to the 41 yard line so five for Holcalter so here we go Tom okay most touchdowns, rushing, receiving, passing is six. Jared Essler of Minot Ryan in 1999. Kyle Steffes of Dickinson Trinity in 2001. And then Luke Furch, yes, I remember that from Winder Lidgewood. He took the opening kickoff for a touchdown in that game, and he had six touchdowns. So Hulk Alter, so let's see here. You've got three passing, two rushing, one receiving. So There's he's six. Tied it, huh? He's yeah. in the record books. Yeah, we'll see if... Uh... They're going to give it to him much here. I think there's, he's, he's going to hand it off primarily here and try and move the chains and Ron finish the, this thing off. Ron of the carry, and he steams his way up for seven. Able to low center of gravity and able to squirm forward to the 48-yard line, and North will take their third and final timeout with four minutes to go, and we'll take a pause as well. Four minutes, fourth quarter, West Funeral Home and Live Tribute Center timeout. Jamestown 46, Fargo North 28. We'll be back with more in half a minute on the fan. That's a first down. That was a first down there. Apparently didn't get it before, but now they have first down to the 
48-yard line. So the clock continuing to run. And again, without how many timeouts here, probably one more first down probably makes this academic here, Coach. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, you know, we talked about Peyton tying the record for most touchdowns. I think if they really needed to get another touchdown or one or two, they probably could. Yep. By the way, the, this game has gone, and pretty good chance he'd have a hand in it somehow, I think. <laughs> Well, he wasn't expecting the snap, I don't think, but nope. gets the snap cleanly, and the handoff up the middle, pick up a couple of yards. Sam Friddle on the stop for Fargo North is on the carry for the Jays. It is, see if it's Braun, and it is. Aiden Braun picks up a yard to the 47. 16 carries, 88 yards. To update the numbers here now as the Jays well, over 450 yards of offense is there at 479. 159 yards on the ground, 320 through the air, 285 for Hulk Alter, and then 35 on the option touchdown from Walters to Hulk Alter for the last score of the game. 240 to play, second down at nine from the north 47-yard line. Braun play out to the left side, stiff arm, 45, but slowed down enough as he is tackled at the 45-yard line. So bring up third down and seven. And North getting worn out here now. You can tell that they've been out there. They've gone up a lot of yards. They're sure taking a peek at the scoreboard, so they don't have quite the quite the same pop that they did at the start of this half, which, which they really played pretty good defense the third quarter, but they just couldn't. And we talked about in a two-score game, you you got to be the team to score to get it to one score, and they weren't able to do that, and Jamestown got the score to make it three, and then you can't really overcome that then when you get down three scores. Third and seven from the 45-yard line. Five up on the line for North. On the jet sweep, handoff. Here's Jorison as he broke through a couple of arm tackles. Shy of the first down as he gets to the 42-yard line. So Jorison picks up three. As Dosh from the safety spot comes out of the stop for Fargo North. As North will end at seven and five. But boy, junior heavy class. So who knows, they might be back here uh, come next November. Wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, they've got a, a, a small 12, 12 seniors, I think is what I counted. And. Not sure how many of those guys are. I don't think they're all full-time players, but certainly a great class to, to get them here for the first time in 20, was it 20 years, 22 years, something like that. 22 years, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty phenomenal, and great kudos to Coach Roland and his staff for doing a tremendous job. Play clock down to three as they will throw a whole culture here. As he steps up, he'll fire. It is a wrestling match for the ball. is between Friddle and Jorison, and it will be caught. It's a first down to the 30-yard line. Well, dual possession. It's going to go to the offense there, and just a, again, just a great fight. Obviously, Holcalter is very talented, made a lot of good throws, but they've had some pretty, pretty tremendous catches too, with several guys in the in the in the receiving core, receivers, tight ends, the running back Braun caught one down the sideline. So it's a talented group, and the guy who the guy who runs the show really makes it go, and he's really good. But he's got a, a, a strong core around him, and, and that's. Losing, again, Preston Gall, who's one of their top receivers, being, getting hurt last week, and uh, they're just the uh, next man up kind of mentality. Well, Coulter takes a knee, and that will put the wraps on this one as they kneel down, and the Jamestown Blue Jays repeat. It took them a long time to win a state title after a long, long drought, and they go back-to-back as they take care of the Fargo North Spartans as Peyton, uh, Peyton Holcalter, a huge game, tying a Dakota Bowl record with six touchdowns, three rushing, two passing, one receiving, as they will have to kneel down one more time. Final seconds tick away as the Jamestown Blue Jays will finish 10-2. There's the kneel down again by Holcalter, and that will do it. 
The Buffalo City has themselves back-to-back state football titles. So the Jamestown Blue Jays finish at 10-2. A heck of a run, though, for Adam Rowland and the Fargo North Spartans as they end at 7-5. Your final score in this one. On the Vision Ford Lincoln scoreboard, the Jamestown Blue Jays 46, the Fargo North North Spartans 28. Post-game report brought to you by Essential Health and Tight Machinery coming up after this timeout from 740 The Fan. They've got the nominees going on. Yep, got the nominees there right now. They will have that announcement coming here right now. Peyton Holcalter of Jamestown, the senior athlete of the year, I think to the surprise of very few as uh, he capped off that outstanding career with six touchdowns today, three rushing, two passing, one receiving. Jamestown 485 yards of total offense here in this one. 46-28 the final as we'll have the coach of the year coming up next for a Class 11A. First down's 25-14 in favor of Jamestown. Three turnovers, North turning it over three times. Just once for Jamestown. Let's go to the coach of the year. Bill Nelson from Jamestown. So the Jays will sweep it as Bill Nelson named the Class 11A Coach of the Year. Yeah, again, neither one of those is a shock. I think if uh, particularly Peyton would have won it, there might have been a we might have had some, <laughs> might some have been an uprising. Yeah, there. yeah. So I think that. But uh, good for them, and, and again, Bill runs a great program. I've known Bill for a lot of a lot of years. He does a good job with all of us. He's got a phenomenal staff, and just a great culture, weight room, and summer workouts, and all, all the stuff they do. But he's all about just getting kids involved, and and big numbers in, in their football program. And that's how you that's how you win games and ultimately championships. Get a lot of kids involved and let them develop, and and then you get some real good players like Peyton Holcalter and Walters and. A, a ton of other kids, and then that's how you can win back-to-back championships. 46-28 the final, a scoreless third quarter, and then in the three scores in the fourth, two for Jamestown, 10-yard TD run for Peyton Holcalter, the opening play of the fourth quarter. As that drive for Jamestown, they went five plays, 40 yards in two minutes and 12 seconds. Holcalter, 10-yard touchdown run, extra point made it 39-21. And then on fourth down and six in the 35, it was Jackson Walters, Taking a handoff and a throw back to Peyton Holcalter for 35 yards at a score with 7.36 to play in the game. Four plays, 39 yards. And just over two and a half minutes. Sledo's extra point made it 46-21. And Ethan Welk, a four-yard touchdown run as North went 66 yards in two minutes and 45 seconds. Extra point made it 46-28, and that is your final. Jamestown 46 and Fargo North 28 here at our post-game report. It is brought to you by Tight Machinery and by Essentia Health as a Tight Machinery, power and precision to grow, and also by the good folks at Essentia Health uh, Sports Medicine as well. As Essentia Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, proud to support athletes at every level of play. We'll come back with more as we will wrap things up here with our post-game report as we have still to come our CI Sport of the Game. Pretty safe bet who that might be in our top play of the game. We'll just let the cat out of the bag. That guy's also in on that as well. (laughs) 46-28, Jamestown repeats his 11-8 champs. Post game continues after this.